0: Every 20 years in adult media, something changes dramatically. We get the VHS, we get the DVD, we get digital. Um, and so now we're we're formulating something far beyond all that. If you're going to create adult stuff, it can't just be widely accessible by everybody who clicks, yes, I'm 18. Yep. Because they're not. This is back to your story. Hmm.
1: The real question is, are you ready?
0: Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: All right. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, Nicole, how have you been? Oh my gosh,
0: I've been so good.
1: Like seriously, I, I first off, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. I, I do really appreciate it.
2: Thank you for having me back again.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I do uh, once again apologize about the technical g- difficulties this morning, but um, you're a trooper, and and thank you.
0: Oh no, it was it was fine. I felt worse about messaging you at 6:30 when I was up. Oh no, well, I, I messaged like, you at 2 a.m. I, I was I was like. <gasps> Please play asleep.
1: I mean, it was totally fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 it it, to- it totally worked out. But I was like freaking out last night. I'm like, I got this shit handled. But uh, it really worked out. No, it definitely did. It definitely yeah. did. And I'm, I'm so excited that you're the first person uh, on the podcast with these microphones. I'm so honored. Yes. Wait. I was like, this is <laughs> anyone else not yet, not yet. That That's good. so funny. So, what have you been up to? Oh
0: my gosh, what have I not been up to? Um, just doing Nicole stuff. Yeah. Like, Oh, reformulating my career and my focus and my, um, my spiritual orientation, my practices, my awareness, um, my consumption, you know, everything, everything has changed. It's been dramatic and incredibly catalytic. I'm so, I'm so grateful for COVID to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel guilty saying that because so many, oh, squirrel. Oh, there we go. Hey, Tyler, uh, were you
1: actually close the blinds behind me yeah. and throw that up? Thanks brother. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's, it's, been a little, I've been a little hard pressed to suppress my joy a little bit, or my public exaltation of my joy and my expression of it, because a lot of people have not fared as well, or have not um, perceived a very pleasant experience. Yeah. So I am the opposite. Have, uh, on the opposite hand of that, I've just reveled in the chaos I really like chaos yeah because I always know something good's gonna come out of it yeah See it, somebody on the freeway having a car accident I'm like their life's changing today <laughs> one way or another the, the hand of God just like stopped right here a hundred percent a hundred percent I mean that's a
1: positive way to look at it right especially with all the shit that has gone on the past couple of years um it it has been You know, very hard for some people and some people have taken it and and really flourished, you know And I think it's uh, it's just kind of the the outlook of How you perceive life and then obviously your surroundings Mm -hmm. um, you you know for you being able to Kind of are, are you are you like reshaping your career? Like what changes have have come about since we talked last
0: in a lot of ways. Yeah, um my my comfort level as a woman, I guess, is very much to be behind the scenes, formulating something better for those who wish to be in front of the camera. That's where my heart lies. And I think that's where my innovation lies as well. I'm not really a visual creator. Um, I think I am best serving my dharma, so to speak, by being behind the camera and creating something that just creates a better paradigm for adult entertainers. If I'm, if I'm, you know, neck deep, thirteen years deep in adult entertainment, I may as well just stick with it and create something better for a paradigm that is not really serving creators as yeah. well thus far. Yeah. Um. But one of my one of my um partners on a project we're working with brought this to my attention the other day. Shout out to Sean. He said, "Um, you know, Nicole, I've been studying the adult industry, and every twenty years, something media related comes in that dramatically shifts the rest of the paradigm. And I think that's what we're working to do." thus far it just hasn't really been that great and we're getting a lot of backlash from a lot of different groups because it's chaos time. Yeah. It's kind of what we're doing in this time, this day and age. Yeah. Shit's hitting the fan in a really good way, yes. constructive way. Yeah. So um every twenty years in adult media, something changes dramatically. We get the VHS, we get the D V D, we get digital. Um and so now we're we're formulating something far beyond all that. Um so I think the next paradigm is shifting. I think we've got a firm grasp on what that needs to be, and how to create that, uh, just in a a better modality for content creators to yeah. properly secure their content. And if you're going to create adult stuff, it can't just be widely accessible by everybody who clicks. Yes, I'm 18. Yep. Because they're not. Of course, and they're not. So, um, you know, it's being in a physical body is everyone's God given right, and yet it seems like our our um, acknowledgement of the pleasure that the body does is born with is denied to us in a lot of different ways. And so I think that um, accessing adult media shouldn't really be what it is now. It needs to change. It needs to shift a little bit.
1: I remember being a kid and to access adult media, uh, you had to find it in your parents' bedroom, right? Yeah. Now, at the click of a button, these 13, 14, 15, 16-year-olds who all are connected to the internet through through this thing right here, their yeah. phone, right? Have access to adult media, all different types. And it's so easy to be able to bypass, yeah, I'm 18. Like, There's uh-huh. no way uh, you can totally ensure that someone's 18 years old unless they do something like ID me Mm -hmm. or something of that nature, right? I feel
0: like we're getting closer to that. Yes. And I think it's, uh, you know, the old way of doing things just plastering the internet with explicit material is not really the way to go anymore. Mm -hmm. We're getting, um, you know, backlash from major credit card companies that are saying, no, we're going to try to regulate how you spend your money. So there's other ways to spend money. There's other ways to... um, you know ensure that you have currency to spend that is not part of the current fiat currency system of course so we're going to be going in a little bit of that direction i think that's yeah. a little bit safer for those who wish to access the material that we're going to be producing yes so there's there's just better there's better ways to do everything right now that if it's if it's kind of been um bottlenecked a little bit then you got to think outside of the bottle
1: you have to you have to
0: everything's kind of hitting the fan right now because the old paradigms just don't work
1: no not at all are you guys going to be accessing that through like crypto or Yep. okay
0: we've already got a a basis of the platform um that i was like i'll be the test tube let's just let's design what i've got in mind for this i serendipitously came across the best partnerships possible i don't even know how incredible it's like the universe is just like here you go yes um so just like really honorable, like-minded individuals that have the same goal for, nice. the, for this paradigm. So it's good. It's, um, it's got a lot of uh, possibility to yeah. it. It's not really just limited to adult. We've created something because I'm an adult entertainer. It's, know what, it's what I know how to do. Yeah, It's what I'm qualified to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to just go with, okay, this is what I know. This is what my fan base knows. Let's get everybody's perspective
1: definitely So
0: we'll see yeah so far it's um called closer to com. at the moment it's it's going really well and we know that the implications for it are far greater than adult
1: can we pull that up or if you'd like yeah yeah absolutely. yeah, pull it up pull it up pull it up so it's closer to nicole.com yes. right and what is the platform going to allow can people upload content how does that work or is right it your now, content?
0: the what what I have in mind for it. Oh, there we go. Is that, and pardon these photos. They're oh, you're fine. They're outdated, and but um, so their their access passes to these five um, NFTs. Nice. That we've designed. We've we've gone. The the full proper length to make sure that this is as airtight as possible. Yeah. It's a beginning of its kind. There's nothing else that exists like it. We've had other people say the same thing. There's nothing like this. And this has extremely immense, very broad spectrum implications for use. And so we're just excited to create something new, a combination of one thing and another thing, both things that are both highly sought after and people really like. Yeah. So let's combine them and make something really unique that doesn't um, allow, that it's a little bit tighter of a an entryway for adults okay. to access. Okay. <clears throat> and it's a new thing. You know, if you were to hand, uh, or if you were to, you know, bring a 15-year-old into a bank and say, okay, here, handle your finances. Here's a teller, you know, good luck to you. It doesn't work that way. So as with any new financial um, setup, you know, like crypto is kind of really foreign to people. We yeah. have our Discord where we... we hand walk everybody really thoroughly through how to purchase, how to access, and how to how to gain entry to this content. There's also five exclusive scenes that you cannot find anywhere else. Wow. You can't find them on pH, you can't find them on the internet anywhere. Yes. They are as exclusive as you can get with media right now. Wow. Um, so it's really, it's a nice combination We're we're doing it the right way. Yeah. We really have an ethical mindset for this. It's not going to be perfect right out of the gate, but I figured I'd be the test tube so that, uh, moving forward, we can kind of say, okay, this is a hole in this and we need to tweak this a little bit so that eventually when it's just closer to,
1: ah, there we go. we
0: can fill in the blank with whatever entertainer or whoever wants to be a part of that and, and kind of be, be part of the, the a branch off that tree. Definitely. We'll see.
1: One of the biggest things I think in the adult um, industry, I mean, there's obviously a slew of issues, but having control of your content, Mm -hmm. right? Like with the access of Pornhub and, you know, all of these other um, avenues, how does that even, how does that even work for like a content creator that just decides to work in the adult industry and not have their stuff blasted all over without getting paid for it.
0: Well, that's the hole in the industry that currently exists. That yeah. we're, we're we're very confident that we can fill in in, in ways. Um, the, you show up on set, you get paid a one-time fee, you never see another dime, and then immediately that material that you prepared yourself for you shaved for, you tested yes. for, they paired you with somebody who maybe you didn't really want to be with that day, yeah. but you're there with them on set for their product. And then, okay, see you later. We're going to, it's going to be all over the internet for the rest of your life. There's yeah. no exclusivity. And I think that's where it's like, you know, we're creating adult content in a scene and a... A studio with a director and with talent it's a very controlled setting it's a very safe setting in general yeah. we're all consenting adults with paperwork and tests and ids it's a very very um safe place to shoot this kind of material <clears throat> um but the way it's distributed and easily accessible to all that it's it's great that everybody can see your beautiful content yeah. however Now everybody can see it forever and that company can then sell your product over and over and over and you never see another dime. No. And if you end up becoming, you know, massively popular in one of your earlier scenes, you could still be profiting from, wouldn't you want to choose that? Of course. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Or for example, if you're, if you're just a regular entertainer or influencer, for example, and you want to do a first, you want to extend yourself into free bodily exploration and you want to move into the adult space. You should have a safe space to do that, securing your content and constantly earning residuals on it, no matter how many times it's sold.
1: There we go. There we go. That is, that is so important. One second. Is the window closed behind us? Will you text her and tell her to stop talking? Thank you. Um, sorry about that. My Neighbor? sister, my nah, maybe I think my sister, she doesn't sometimes get the memo, even okay. though we have a shared calendar when I tell her that a podcast is happening. So I do apologize. Oh no, I can't hear anything. Oh uh, Well, I can hear everything. Um, that being said, <laughs> that being said, I think it's so important that you're utilizing uh, technology with content creation, right? Because that it... If I was in the adult industry and I was making content and then I just got paid a one-time fee and then it was blasted all over the internet and all of these companies all of these other businesses are making money off of my my time. Yeah. That would piss me off.
0: Yeah. It should, right? 100%. When 100%. When anytime for example, you know, Robert De Niro, Bruce Willis is seen in something, whether it's on Amazon 30 years after they make the film, yep. they're still making money off of it. But not adult.
1: No. Not adult. Not
0: adult. So, but it's a, but it's a more, it's kind of a more like interpersonal, like a raw yes. film and media. So, 100%. how are we not earning, you know, we're, we're scrutinized for it. Yes. And yet highly sought after for it. And yet now you don't make another dime after that.
1: This is crazy. Tyler, look this up. How, uh, uh, how, how many people like, um, uh, watch adult entertainment videos a year, right? I believe the statistic is, and I don't know the exact numbers, but it is the number one most consumed piece of media in the entire world.
0: It's the purpose of the internet kinda, 100%, right now. A hundred percent,
1: a hundred percent. Here we go. Let's yeah. just see this real quick. Um, what is that? What percent of the U.S. population watches adult entertainment?
0: hundred percent give or take.
1: A hundred percent give or take.
0: That's pretty rough.
1: And the thing is, is that the The leading stars in the adult entertainment world should be making as much as a Robert frickin' de Niro,
0: which is interesting too, like it it's a it's a cultural thing. I understand. That's yeah. where we are with body exploration, body and physical enjoyment, um trusting your innate senses, trusting the body's wisdom. we're We're disconnected from all of that. So that completely makes sense that they would shun anyone. Who enjoys those things?
1: Absolutely. Who is
0: like, yeah, I love my body. I'm happy with it. I'm overjoyed to experience the wonderful feelings that it procures on its own.
1: Absolutely. Like, hundred percent. If,
0: if we weren't meant to have enjoyment from these lower organs that do certain things, they wouldn't do those things. No,
1: not at all. Not at all. What did you find?
2: Of course, uh, if you according to Forbes.com, uh, the porn industry is worth two point six to three point nine billion dollars a year.
1: And there is no reason that people in the adult entertainment space should not be crushing it.
0: And, and that's, that's just based on what porn people pay. Yes. What, what people pay for porn. Yes. You see people every day saying, I don't pay for porn. Yeah. I'll never pay for porn because I can access it for free.
1: And that's messed up.
0: And guess how to transform that. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Closer to, right? Closer to. And right now it's closer to Nicole.com, but uh, eventually it'll be closer to, and I, and I love that idea, um kind of talking about the technology, how does that work like with the NFT space and the crypto space?
0: We, you know, I'm in my naivete. I just and just yeah. hoped that I had some really awesome tech savvy folks that would join me on this journey and I got them. So thankfully for people like me who are new to the, we're learning their way through it. Of course. Um, and learning a new way away from the traditional um, banking and fiat currency system yeah. and stuff. Um, we have this set up through the Discord to Anyone who's new to the terminology and everything, yeah. you can just be really walked through it and how to do it in a really reasonable way. I
1: love that. It's not going
0: to take a bunch of time. It's not going to be confusing. It does take a little practice, of course, just like anything new. But if you're to send a 15 year old into a bank to start their own financial, of course, shit, then they'd be lost too. A hundred percent, something new.
1: And I love that you guys are taking this education approach, right? Not expecting every single person on the face of the planet that wants to access this platform uh, to fully understand. Uh, exactly what they're doing. And so mm-hmm. by setting up a Discord channel and being there for guidance, right, I, I think is 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 so important. And that's kind of one of the biggest things that does lack in the like the crypto space and emerging technology space is that with all of this information being thrown at you, these acronyms and having to set up a wallet and so a cold data. It's so yeah. scary and so intimidating. But the brightest thing out of all of that is that once you get it, you get it, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're in control. Right? And that's why I love cryptocurrency so much money. of your money, of your funds. Mm-hmm. And and people just think of, you know, that they're just listening to this like, oh, well, look at Bitcoin. It went from 60, 70,000 to 20,000. Well, you don't have to use Bitcoin. You can use USDC coin. Yeah. You can use GSUD coin. These things that f- are tethered that follow a dollar to a dollar, right? But mm-hmm. it's still, you're in control of your own money. Yeah. And I think that is, you know, back in 2016, when I first got into the crypto space, that's what attracted me right and and to see what you know the financial reserve company has done uh time and time again just by printing and printing and printing and the federal reserve is
0: not even part of the united states government. not at
1: all not at all and most people don't so know like,
0: that it's mm, like that doesn't sound or feel right no no so where like where is that what is it 26 trillion that they yeah. just lost yep just if i lost if i misplaced a couple thousand dollars the IRS would lose their shit. (laughs) Yes, they would. Because we're so highly monitored. Every bit of our financial transactions. But it's like, but we just chalk that up to we can't do anything about it. Yep. And I think that everyone has grown collectively fed up. Yeah. Fed up. Yes. (laughs) With this (laughs) system that is is hell-bent on suppression. Yes. And oppression. Yeah. There's a bigger overall theme and it unfortunately needs to be unraveled just like a very tightly knit 100%. matrix or sweater, but just thread by thread. Yes. So I think that's what we're, what we have to be doing in every aspect of life. Every every failed um, system or modality needs to kind of be unravelled and picked apart a little bit closer under a microscope. Oh,
1: 100 percent. There's this amazing book. It's called We pull this up. It's called The Creature of Jekyll Island, and it's about how the the Federal Reserve was created. And and I don't I don't want to. Um, mess this up i'll just kind of read it really quick once he pulls it up but it's an amazing book that really breaks down how uh the federal reserve was created let's see um
0: the title alone is just honest enough to catch my attention for sure
1: tyler will you read that uh
2: this is a classic expose of the fed that has become one of the best-selling books in the category of all time where does money come from where does it go who makes it uh the money magician's secrets are unveiled
1: Yep. And it's just, I mean, if you want to really digest and understand how the Federal Reserve was created, which is not a governmental agency, even though most people think it is, um, this is a fantastic book. I'm right? going to have to read yeah, yeah, it. It's, it's, it's an incredible book. When I first started getting into crypto, this was like one of those books that was highly uh, recommended to me mm-hmm. because then you just really start to understand the inner workings of of this entire monetary system that is just built on fluff and bullshit and
0: you kind of have to be pissed off to want change. Yes first yes. So those truths that are starting to kind of spill out a little bit this like slow drip effect is so effective because yeah. the people that have never questioned anything for their entire lives, they're just lived completely complacent. As you're born, you get an education through the education that they allow you to receive. Yep. And within their structure, you get the job that they prescribe to you, the education they prescribe to you. You're in debt after you get that education, yep. so you'll work the rest of your life paying it off. Yes. You'll retire and die.
1: It's, 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 it's absurd. I mean, even talking about education, right? It's the only thing when you file for bankruptcy that you still have to owe. There are countless people that are having their social security money docked For owing money. For information. For information.
0: Paying for information. That is, on a side note, incorrect and outdated. Of course, yes. Every textbook, every math book, every science book, every chemistry book is not up to date with the universal principles of math, science, chemistry, atomic structure, the quantum reality that we live in.
1: It's so weird.
0: Every bit of history, every bit of human history. Yeah. It's insane.
1: Well, and history is always written on usually the side of the winner, right? It doesn't really go into the other side. I mean, it's just bits and pieces. And this was brought to my attention the other day. I think I was listening to the Joe Rogan experience and um and uh and they were they were talking about it. And I was like, God damn, that does make a lot of sense. It's just like history tends to be always uh one sided Mm -hmm. and there are three parts to a story, right? There's their side, our side, and what's really the fucking truth, yeah. right? And unfortunately, yeah, kids in school today are are fed a one sided piece of information and
0: very watered down in the uh, in the elements that are unfortunately having to be written into history books yeah. for children to learn, where they're they're diluting it in a way to. To quickly pass over the fact that the entire system is built on genocide and slavery absolutely and so it's devastating as a child when you feel that inclination of like um teacher this feels nauseating you know but that's history and it's like wait a minute but everything's built on that yeah that i don't know so no you're correct uh, you're correct all in all it is it's i'm so glad to be here right now yeah i feel so well prepared To be here right now, to have lived the life that I've had, and to be here in the midst of all of this incredibly dramatic change, necessary change.
1: No, 100%. 100%. I mean, even with all the bullshit that's going on today, um, this is the greatest time that has ever been ever to be alive.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. We haven't had a time like this for, as far as like really baseline deconstruction since pre-Deluge. Yeah. Yeah. we, We were in an incredibly like auspicious time for humanity to um, recreate itself. Yeah. But it is going to take, you know, it's, it reminds me of like when there's a four year old with grocery store who really wants that candy bar and mom said no, but they stuffed in their pocket anyway yeah. and then they get caught and the mom is like, you know, you're busted. But the four year old child just screams and then tries to negotiate blame draw attention to uh, pity itself. And, you know, all of these terrible, like breaking down emotions, I feel like that's what the system is doing yeah. as people slowly start to kind of take back their, their self-empowerment, their self-worth, their, their questioning of the paradigm. Like why, why am I doing this? But then the, the system goes ah, and it yes. screams <laughs> and it tries to, it tries to self-validate and tries to fear monger everybody it can possibly get under its control to get everybody to fear its tantrum yes to let it have the candy bar yeah which is human suppression and control of the masses
1: 100 percent. and not to be
0: and i'm not like a conspiracy theorist but i you know
1: i get what you're saying
0: like that one comedian said you don't you don't believe in any conspiracy exactly right not
1: one like come on come on you
0: think the government's just doing us all really right like
1: I mean, they've proven time and time and time again uh, that conspiracy theories. Now, I don't believe every single conspiracy theory is. No, specific. that's why they're theories. Of course, they're
0: speculations, and everybody's entitled to like. Oh, you know, that sounds like convincing information to me. I think I believe that for now.
1: A hundred percent for now.
0: There's no forever though. Like there's stuff I yes. used to think could be possibly real. And then I did a little bit more digging, and then the information that I came across changed my mind.
1: A hundred percent.
0: And that's what we're doing right now. We're asking questions. We're speculating. We're, but we're, we're. I think more than ever, what's so important is people are questioning without drawing conclusions. Yeah. Largely, and they're going, hmm. They're but they're scratching their heads. Yeah. And they're asking questions that they've never asked of. Their reality, their experience, and of themselves. Yeah, that's so. Fact. It's bringing those truths to the surface because they're asking yeah. for the first time.
1: Well, I mean, I think it's so important to ask questions as as an individual, and to not always take what you see at face value. Yes. Right. Like so many people are are handed this narrative, but in in reality, maybe that's not the true story. And it's so important to. Uh, To investigate and and to ask those those questions because if you just handed this one sided piece of information and you accept it well then you're just kind of following the masses Mm -hmm. and and especially with today's world of having the internet yes there's good information bad information information here and there but if you continue to look deeper and deeper you can find the answers to a lot of the questions that you're looking for yeah yeah
0: and you've got to look at you know who sponsors that website that you're finding that information on who owns that platform. Who's, who's monetizing off of that website's existence of course. and that writer's contribution to information? But so uh, use that innate wisdom, d- discernment. People are having to learn first in their lives, discernment. Yeah. Do, do I feel well about this? Does this sound right? And I love that because it's, it's helped me kind of like sharpen my skills a lot as well and realize how much discernment I wasn't using Yeah, as I walked about and regurgitated information that I heard from what I believed at the time was a credible source, but it was not. It's so, so true. It's, it's great. It's, it's brought me a lot so of humility.
1: I, I cannot tell you, uh, 2015 and prior, um, I would have CNN on twenty four seven. Believe it. Just getting fucking brainwashed, right? And I would only have this one sided perspective. And then I started to wake up, and especially going through the pandemic, really woke me up. And um, and I think it woke a lot of people up. That that is for sure. And unfortunately, with a lot of these bigger t- tech platforms like Twitter and Facebook, and and I, I believe Twitter is is hopefully changing at the helms of Elon Musk, but. Time will time will definitely tell but Facebook Instagram all these platforms where uh, Freedom of speech is just thrown out the window And if you have a one-sided narrative that doesn't fit with their narrative Then you get kicked off the platform,
0: which is odd and it's it's like you have to like look at How am I competing with their agenda? Of course, and that's not That's weird. It is me like if I was to only ever surround myself with people that agreed with everything that I said all the time And if they didn't, then I shunned them, told them, you know, you're going to hell or whatever. Of course. Whatever. We see those people all the time. Yeah, all the time. All the time. They're just mirroring what what everything has always kind of been. Yeah. You know, you look at the, the persecution of some of the greatest thinkers of the world that the system at large has not agreed with their perspective of freedom. Yep. Of free will, of choice, of expression, expansion, loving, compassion. How do you disagree with compassion?
1: I don't know. I don't get it.
0: But in their perspective of the disagreement of compassion, they truly believe that they're right. Like, I I heard this thing one time um, about uh, those law, those court court shows where there's the judge and there's two opposing parties. It's not really about who's lying. It's about who believes their version of the story the most. Ah. So I was like, oh, that's so interesting. It helps me gain compassion for those that are absolutely dead set in thinking that the, I don't hate to use this word, but the woke mentality. But the, but the, the conscious, decisive awakening of the mindset that no longer wants to conform, that recognizes oppression, that sees that there's something bigger to obtain, and and attain, you know, a, a goal orient. Yeah. That uh, they're just realizing that something's up.
1: Absolutely. A lot of people go got to go back and read that book, Animal Farm.
0: Yes. Right. Like it's so relevant right now. It's
1: so freaking relevant. It is so relevant, and in you know, un- unfortunately. Yeah. I think going too far left or too far right on any side, right, is, is never never a good thing. And how but, is
0: anyone entitled at this point to make a law for all individuals? That's what I'm saying. There's no one size fit all, fits no. all because if it was, we wouldn't be having so many disagreements. Absolutely. It's obviously not right. No, to- it's not. It's I mean, not you're going to fit in this and you're going to fit in this. And it's like
1: everyone's got to fit in these little boxes where it's just like no. I mean, humanity as a whole is many different colors of blue, purple, red, pink. It's just a big, this that. big it's spectrum, a hundred percent.
0: There's no boxes, there's no categories. Yeah, it's we're all essentially kind of one species, yes. a mishmash of species yes. that all identify as the human race. Yeah, but. We, we all are, we look different. We act different. You come into a body and you've got a baby that's a year old and you can tell it's got a personality. Yeah. So, hmm, you know, that- it's,
1: it's very, very strange. And it's like, I, I, I hate that we're shunning down any ideas. Like I, I come from this kind of free speech, absolute type of mindset, especially like in person, but on online, even through social media um and where it's like, just because your idea sucks, right? as long as you're not hurting anyone or doxing anyone giving out their real personal information, let those ideas out there, right? Mm -hmm. Because bad ideas, bad speech can be then backed up with good speech. And then Mm -hmm. you have this, you have this back and forth where then people can really, you know, the, 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 the cream always rises to the top, right? But if you're constantly blocking these ideas, you're gonna then create these smaller echo chambers, right? And then it, things are gonna fest up way worse than if you just allowed those stupid ideas if they will.
0: Allow them to be heard and seen. Yes, yes. Even if they're, you know, a little bit detrimental of because course. it's part of the collective consciousness and they 100%. need to be made aware of, at least so we can all say, No, that doesn't work. That's it. I don't I don't think that idea is gonna be very healthy or safe yes. or wise or and then we can we can communicate with that person yes. as well, not be like F you, you know, because F you is not an answer no. to someone's possibly harmful perspective of a certain thing or yes. concept or idea. So, why not have an open discussion with them and be like, "Why do you believe that? And don't you think that maybe these things?" There is always going to be that hard-headed person, but of with course. compassionate, like proper communication and a really understandable, you know, person-to-person, heart-to-heart way, you can talk about. Uh, you can talk to anybody by anything course, in a of lot course. of ways.
1: And a lot of times when you have these open dialogues and these long-form conversations, you find out that although we might have different ideas, we're a lot similar, a lot it's more like a, similar yeah. than, than we think. It's like even talking about like Kanye West, right? I'm, I'm Jewish, okay? And the things that he said, you know, uh, going DEFCON 360 on the Jews and all this shit, right, blocking him. And I know, I believe he's, he was got back online and then got kicked off again or whatever the fuck this, the story is, right? Unless the dude is causing real world harm, let those let him say that shit, right? Reason being is that then other people can go, well, no, my family went through this, this, and this, and you know, maybe that this circle of people, they are all Jewish, but um that doesn't mean all Jews are bad or whatever, right? But you need to have these free-form, open, dialogue-based conversations, and just shunning down every little thing. And I always tell the story. I was telling the story to Tyler, um, where back in the fifties, right, uh, the ALCU, right, which was run by Jewish uh, by, by Jewish people, um, I believe it was the KKK. I believe it was KKK. They were trying to to protest, right. And the city was not allowing them to do it. And the ALCU was like, they backed them. Literally, they just had gone through World War II fucking like 10 years prior, right? Where, you know, Nazi Germany, everything, the Jews and everything. And the whole mentality was like, okay, well, today, right, their ideas are bad, right? But maybe there's a day where our ideas are bad. And if you don't allow both ideas to come out there, the cream is never going to rise to the top and yeah. we need to be able to back um, any type of free, any, any free thinking, free speech mindset, because maybe our, our, our ideas and thoughts are the best today, but things can always change. And if you start blocking things down, well, guess what happens? You have something like a then Nazi Germany. Then it gets Germany. lost to time. Well, no, look, the
0: good idea possibly gets lost to time exactly. it's like, you know, that's that, that weird cancel. Cancel culture. That, cancel culture that's 100%. happening. 100%. just so weird. There's so many. Um, you know, I don't, I'm not the best, per, I'm not the most wonderfully agreeable identity, but mm. I have some good ideas. Just yes. like there's a million people that I've met that I'm like, ah, oh, I didn't really like when they said that or their stance on that is like kind of shitty, but, but then in general, they've got some really good ideas. So it's, and no matter what, like what is the outcome inevitably every single time when you say, I'm not going to think about this, I'm not going to do this. Like sometimes when you tell yourself, I'm not going to get sick. You get sick, right? Of course. Because when you focus on what you don't want, you get what you don't want. 100. percent. When you focus on what you do want, you get what you do want. It's yes. only law of attraction. Yes. There's no d attraction. There's no pushing away. There's no saying no to. Yeah. It's something I've learned. It's it's really tricky and super flip floppy with what we've been taught.
1: No, it's so true, Tyler. Will you look that up? The ALCU back. I just want to make sure I get the story right. Yeah. Uh Did you already have it up? Okay. Yeah, yeah, no worries, no worries. I just, w- I want to get this story right because I, I I preach it, but I'm not always, okay. Um,
2: yeah, so in the 1950s and 60s, the ACLU handled case ASAP. questioning the constitution- uh, constitutionality of loyalty oaths and a blacklisting of supposed left-wing subversions. Mm. It uh, also, also played a role in the Supreme Court decisions banning prayer and public schools as a violation of the constitutional principle of the separation of church and state.
1: Well, no, that's that's definitely what they do, but can you write an ALCU uh, backing KKK, uh, in the fifties, I think it's KKK in the 1950s. Let's see if you can find it. I'm just pulling up. Uh, defense
0: right to free speech. Oh
1: yeah. Go back down. Uh, ALCE, uh, defense KKK, right to free speech.
0: I see. understand. So uh, everybody was upset with the, at the ACLU for, th- for their defense. Oh yeah. Like they like they were that? there.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but pretty much it even says it right here, the ACLUEM defends KKK's right to free speech. Right. And, you know, I don't know if this is the same time set because this was written back in 2012. But either way, this definitely happened for sure. It doesn't matter. I was trying to get the exact date, but it, it doesn't really matter yeah. um, because, yes, I mean, it's just we 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 are very fortunate to live in a nation, you know, called the United States of America where even with all its scabs and wounds and you know blisters and all the shit that it does have we are one of the freer freest nations in the world especially when it comes to free speech but i feel like that is definitely getting trampled on when it comes to social media channels yeah. right and
0: they've done a really the united states entirely has done a really or westernized countries i guess have right, done yeah. a really really wonderful job at allowing people to kind of embody hate yes a little bit to police themselves, yeah, because people will go fuck you, yeah, and then that guy's effed forever, like yeah. he's done, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I I feel like kicking anybody off of a social media platform and deplatforming in them altogether is kind of atrocious. It is. I, because we we at least need to be able to. Unfortunately, we we have to see what these personalities and these opinions serve because that's not the only person who feels that way.
1: Absolutely. If
0: at some point we get to that point where those people all have that kind of heinous terrible opinion, we have to be able to converse with them. Yes. Because then they're going to be secretly, you know, and it's yeah. like why not have an open discussion and help them understand why their their unhelpful bias or perspective is not compassionate. Yes. And and help them learn that they're hurting themselves and they are potentially harming other people incredibly yeah. by having those opinions and that otherness. Yeah, It's almost like they're fostering the otherness by telling that guy's got to go. Yeah, we're all right. <laughs> and that guy's wrong. It's like, well, I mean, and that's just it. It's like, who believes their story the most? That person who has that hateful, weird bias didn't come from nowhere. Yeah, For some reason, by law of attraction, experientially, that person has had a pers- perspective of a certain type of person based on their experience that they hate that type of person. Yeah. So somebody's got to step in and discuss with them in a in a compassionate way like you know, you can't express this this way, but let's talk about what happened. Let's help heal you. Yes. Because I don't know, I used to hate certain types of people I'd be like "Oh, fucking guy in his hair or yeah. whatever <laughs> it was it was always petty and it was only ever about me it wasn't about the person doing anything wrong but I needed to find compassion and understanding before I was able to let go of my hate and my bias yeah absolutely and I was wrong and I wouldn't have been able to find out that I was wrong had I not had those open discussions with people who knew I was wrong as well but knew how to speak to me about it
1: definitely and, and, and I just keep on going back to this it's like when you start to kick these people offline then they start to create these echo chambers and they create their own social media platforms and then all these same types of one-way thinking mindsets come yeah. about well flash forward right i mean this is exactly what happened to nazi germany right not saying this is the same thing right yeah. and I, I don't think that's going to ever happen again that well, the, being but said
0: the, it resurfaces the course, patterns recreate themselves
1: absolutely mm-hmm. and that's why if you have these individuals that maybe not that don't think the same way that you do on the same type of channel, then you can still back it up with, okay, this, this, and this, right? Because these two different mindsets still need to be able to come together. And I think that in life, we have a lot more common ground than difference. But when you start to kick people out, well then they get very righteous Mm -hmm. and they start to think their way is the only way. And then if it's a channel that is only a one-sided, it's like having people around you that just say yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. Well then you're going to always think that
0: you're right. And you're going to be dependent on them to validate your rightness. Yeah. Whereas just having your opinion, and there's opinions that I have that honestly not a lot of people agree with, but they're my individual ones. They don't harm anyone. They don't harm myself. Yeah. And they're not malevolent in nature. Yeah. But it's hard to have those discussions sometimes. When I get out those windows of opportunity to have those discussions, sometimes my mind has changed. And I'm like, wow, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. How cool to be able to have those conversations. But if you block them out, if there's somebody with an opposing view who I'm able to share wisdom with, or maybe they share something with me that I, oh, I didn't consider. That's why you hate that. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, gosh, that's really understandable. I have a lot of compassion for your for your suffering and for your feeling like that was a trauma because where do we ever get hate from? That's not just thin air. It's indoctrinated into us or it's traumatized into us. Yeah. It's always only ever fear based. Hate is only ever fear in disguise. It's just wearing a different mask.
1: It's so true. And and I I just kind of look at my own story and it's just like, especially, you know, the, the pandemic and everything like that. Like my mindset has changed so much in the past two to three years. So freaking much and that is because they only allowed one side of thinking wow. a one size fits all approach and, and and that's just not the case and now especially you know as it's been two and a half almost three freaking years as uh, you know since the pandemic started we're finding out a lot of those ideas and thoughts that they were spewing about were incorrect
0: that, that they were adamant so that everyone adamant. needs to accept as truth yep and I don't know, that approach to me, I was like, mm, I, I think I'm going to go do my own research. Yeah. And if I have any kind of questions here, I'm not going to opt for someone else's suggestion. That that was, it, it helped me establish like a solid foundation of discernment to where I wasn't going to be suggestible yeah. to a medical procedure, yeah. no matter what it was.
1: Yeah, but no, you're, you're it's correct. It's my body. It is I've your got body. i to choose
0: for myself and I'm going to choose wellness and I'm going to use my best discernment to decide that. And everyone should be able to choose that. A hundred percent. I think that's what that kind of was like helping everybody yeah. establish is, you know, I'm not anti-vaxxer. I'm not no. pro this and anti that. And, you know, I just want to do what's best for me. And oh. if my discernment says this and it opposes with you, you don't need to label me and you don't no. need to avoid me like the plague. Because it's so I'm crazy. Extremely healthy. You know? Yeah. I'm just a normal. Well, what
1: exactly? like. <laughs> They said, take this vaccine, right? And you can't spread it. You're, you're, you're going to keep everyone safe. And they yes. were painting all these pictures, right? And now we find out that's just not the fucking case. It's tough. And, and
0: what a great purpose that served too. Because the people that were very entrusting of this system to keep them safe. And it's just like anything else. Like, what what did they do after you know, any kind of cataclysm. Well, we gotta we gotta take all your freedoms away. Yep. We gotta take all your freedoms away to keep you safe. Patriot. We're doing Act. this for you. Thank you. Yep. And so, you know, I don't I don't fall under that category of mindset. I don't ascribe to that mentality of if I experience trauma, then I'm gonna give all my power and I'm gonna be completely disempowered to something that's promising me safety. The only thing that's ever kept me safe is me. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I'm in my body. The, the, the government's not gonna come down and feather my nest and make sure that <laughs> you got all your vitamins, you got all your fruit and vegetables right? that you need as a vegan, you okay. Yep. Like No. So we all have to just you can't just well, I saw this ad on TV and I got really nervous and then I saw so I just went out and had a medical procedure. No matter what it is. Of course. No matter if it's a if it's you know, you walk into a clinic and somebody slaps you with grape jelly upside the head. Yeah. No matter what how invasive or non invasive the procedure was, we're still in that that bodily argument, like you don't have autonomy. Yeah. We're going to tell you what to do to your uterus yes. or whatever it else. No, is. but it's true.
1: It's so true. It's so, a, it's kind of funny. It's not funny at all, but it's <laughs> the, the same people that, um, and, and I, and I totally believe like your body, your choice, right? Like when it comes to vaccines and I believe that, um, and, and obviously there's nuanced discussions when it comes to, uh, um, abortions and things like that. But it's just like at the end of the day, right? I'm in control of my own body. Yeah. And I know it's best for my own body. Mm -hmm. And I don't think a one size uh, shoe fits every single aspect. It's so individuated. It's so so, subjective. It's it's so subjective. And and it's just like instead of uh, they were just pushing vaccines down our throat instead of like, okay, you got that. But what about vitamin D supplementation? Getting but out and working sunlight, out, drinking water, laughter, lot, like exercise, exercise, yeah. like all of these key things that that we know now. Especially people that took really good care of their bodies, right? And and just most people, especially younger people, like and
0: fared very well. Fared
1: very, yes. very, very well, yeah. right? But now they're 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 doing vaccines for little kids, yeah. and it's just like. I, Listen, if it's like fucking polio and things like that, like okay, there's there's a conversation there. But, but even
0: polio, when they started the polio vaccine, it was the same paradigm. Yes, yes. it was very interesting. You're and now correct. there are still people suffering from lifelong debilitating consequences from getting that vaccine. Correct. When the government was actually um, using without consent celebrity identities during that era to, um, you know, kind of yes. pick up the pace and pick up the trajectory on the vaccinations. Um, amongst Americans and there were celebrities directly saying I did not endorse that I did not give you permission to use my image and name that I promote this vaccine and so it's the same same type of thing they're just running the same same Uh, 100 percent. so not not to not to you know push aside someone's you know perspective of this was a good thing for me and I feel that it really did but we have to take into account the placebo effect, which yeah. is a very real thing. It is. That's why it's fifty-one yeah. percent. That is two percent away from an unsuccessful drug trial. Yeah. So that's that's those are not really odds that I trust. I think mind over matter. When you understand quantum, you understand the law of attraction. You understand the way the body works, and it is mind over matter. It, we've we, you've experienced it th- hundreds, if not thousands. Amongst, you you have to kind of search for them, but what they call miraculous transformations of bodily proportion. Yeah. Where somebody's tumor is gone like that, or somebody's immediately into remission, or no longer has that virus, or whatever it is. You see those all the time, and it comes with the perspective of mindset, and just the shift in self-identity.
1: How does that even happen, though? I mean, you you look at- Because I've read stories before. Amazing. And it's
0: not too far off from where we all exist on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's I know a that I've talked. it's it's amazing but yeah. it's not uncommon we're all given that we're all kind of born into that right into that bodily right and ability to do it because if you think about it when when there's a when there's a dead body when there's a body yeah you can know that there's no life in it there's no consciousness in it yeah and immediately the consciousness leaves the body the body begins to deteriorate because there's nothing illuminating it or lighting yes. it up, whatever possessing it operating it at the helm when your awareness is in that body, it helps to, you know, shape that body and yeah. create that body's existential awareness of itself. So if you think mindful thoughts of wellness, I am well, I am healed, I am in remission. It's the same thing that they talk about Christ consciousness and what Christ was doing is he saw you in your perfected wellness. That's it. Go forth and tell no one because then people are going to tell you you're not right, no, 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 yeah. you're not healed, you're still sick. Remember. So it was, it's as simple as that. They've seen enough now and in growing number of instantaneous remissions, transformations, healings to know that the mind does have that capability because that's why they call it like a blind study when, when they're doing these quantum experiences of like, they, they shoot, um, particles, they yeah. have a particle accelerator and shoot the particles through this double slit experiment. I don't yeah. know if anybody knows about that, I know what but, you're talking about. but in the... Turns into a wave and non locality and spooky action at a distance and yes, we're starting that's to kind of crazy. it's amazing though yeah. and if we're all made up of that material and yet in a quantum experience we're, we're experiment we're not allowed to observe it because our observation changes it the changes outcome it, yes so what is our awareness doing to our bodies every single day it's if a valid everything point. is made up of the same material that everything else is made up of everything has an awareness to it because everything's made up of the same tiny shit yeah so. How are we not like? How are we not allowed to have a connective experience with our bodies and instantly heal and bring wellness into it? It's because of our mindsets and our thought processes very, of where we are. Very,
1: very true. Will you look that up? Spooky action at a distance. Just so I can uh, read Albert it to Einstein's people. Yeah, yeah. Thing. It's it's quite remarkable. It's incredible. Do do you think? And uh, and I'll just read this once it comes up. But um, do you think that anyone has the power to cure their their ailments? Everyone. Everyone.
0: Every single.
1: Here we go. Albert Einstein colorfully dismissed quantum entanglement, the ability of separated objects to share a condition or state of spooky action at a distance over the past few decades. However, physicists have demonstrated the reality of spooky action over uh, ever greater distances even from Earth to a satellite in space. If
0: they've got two identical photons, I think it was seven miles apart when they did this experiment. They had it in this really long situation where they're seven miles apart and they they tickled one photon the other one reacted instantaneously no delay
1: so it's like every action exact every action has a reaction so well that
0: would be karma but (laughs) (laughs) well every action has a reaction but every action does have a reaction but but this would be like if if you're focused on your body and you have an ailment and you go to a doctor who you trust is more educated than you in telling you what your body does and doesn't do and they with their education, their income, their office, their intimidating cold environment, yeah. they sit you down on a cold table, half dressed, and say, This is what your body's doing. Goodbye. Here's yeah. the bill. That is that is like a that that's disempowering. It is. Not to say that all doctors are misqualified or anything, but they're setting you up to have a, a, a labeled awareness of what you now are. Yeah. And so people leave a doctor's office and they go, "Oh, I have this. I am this. Let me find a community to re-evaluate and re validate who I am and what I am now with my diseased body." Yeah. And they find others, "Oh, my suffering, oh my pain, oh my." But that's that's not the focus. It's the camaraderie is what you're looking for. Of course. You're looking for inspiration and hope and wellness and in recovery. But You look at the gist of those conversations and it's constantly regurgitating the state of unwellness. But like I'm reading uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer's book, um, Wishes Fulfilled, really interesting. He talks about in the first beginning chapters of a spontaneous um, cure of this young woman who had, uh, I can't remember specifically the uh, type of palsy, but she had a type of palsy that came out of nowhere. She had incredible paralysis and an immense emotional and physical difficulty out of nowhere, in the middle of her college, and had a complete transformation within a very short period of time after um, a, a mindset. A um, she had a she had a session with a particular specialist that helped her assess where trauma was or where tense you know, feelings of stress were residing in her body. And as a Reiki master, I can attribute to this as well. You can really pick up and sense after training and assimilation of these, these energetic educations, you can find where traumas lie in the body where energy stuck. You can move it out and somebody can just poof be better. So it's, it,
1: it is incredible.
0: It's the awareness of like, I have an innate sense of wellness that is always tappable. It's always underlying, but somehow a diagnosis has convinced me that I am now this and that this is how I now identify. And these are the things I'm going to have to do. But each, it, it's just a mindset shift. There are ways to, it, it's been proven, they can instantly transform. Uh, uh, it doesn't really necessarily take allowing these suppressed medical technologies to come forth. It comes first, I think, from the awareness of, of that underlying wellness always always available to us
1: so you but you do think that like say someone has like stage four brain cancer yeah that's fucking crazy
0: it is but the traditional model of looking at it tells us it's a complete failure well
1: i think the traditional model of the body you know and i think westernized medicine even with its it's there's good right but there's a lot of flaws a lot of, lot of flaws. An extreme amount of flaws. A very... lot of flaws. And it's a one-size-fits-all one It is. And it's,
0: it's, you know, we're, we're still using technologies that are extremely outdated and harmful to the cellular system. Yes. They kill the microbiome. They kill your sense of worth. They kill your sense of um, just any kind of, like, awareness of your body's innate system to communicate yes. with itself and to tell you what's going on and what you need. And any physical debilitation or degeneration is always resulting in an emotional or psychological uh whatever little seed that was planted at some point.
1: Yeah. I it's mean, either I,
0: anger or depression or fear or sadness or self worth do you think or, you people know, are anything?
1: strong enough to be able to if if this is truly, truly possible, right? To be able to reverse these ailments, like do people sure. even have these have the, the average person have the mental stability with all the shit that's going on in their life.
0: Gotta want to. Well, if, if you want to see wellness, but you have to, you have, it's yes, everyone is capable. I truly, truly believe. I, I love people so much and they're so complex. And I love when someone says, I can't because 10 reasons. And it's like, you're advocating for your inability by yeah. saying those things it comes from a state of awareness. You have to change how you speak to yourself, how you speak about truthfully your reality. If you're currently experiencing an illness, it's okay to be in, in an illness part. Ask you, what is this doing for me? How is this helping me? What am I learning along the way? And where did this begin? You know, seek seek homeopathy, seek alternative medicines, seek an herbalist, seek an energy healer, seek a... a, a acupuncture, um, hypnotherapy. I mean, there's so many modalities that can help you seek out when it began. And oftentimes if I've had a really serious illness going on, really serious, like I might be in some serious trouble. I've linked it back through these other modalities, not just Western medicine that says, let's slap a Band-Aid on there and get you hooked on opiates. Yes,
1: it's true. That doesn't work. No,
0: Um, I've had to retrace my steps and follow my little breadcrumb trail that I emotionally left for myself when this trauma began and started an illness in my body. Cause the body's only going to respond to what you're thinking and feeling. Yeah. And it, if you're, if you're in a toxic environment, of course that's another contributing factor. If you're around a bunch of, you know, terrible isotopes or you're in a toxic environment with like chemicals and that the body responds to the environment as well. It's it does. kind of a lower vibration environment, but it also directly responds to what you tell it. Yeah. And you're constantly communicating with your body your thoughts and feelings about yourself and your environment, and anything you constantly tell yourself about yourself and your environment and the people around you, are creating a vibrational resonance within your physical structure to tell your cells what to do. Yeah. And a lot of these degenerate diseases, these incredible things that come out of nowhere, are they're only ever stemming from an emotional or psychological thing that you're telling yourself, or it's something that happened that you're still holding on to. There's some kind of pattern there that established in that moment of trauma. It was not able to relieve it in itself.
1: Yeah, I I know. I believe you. You do know. Um, I was diagnosed with MS, um, and you know the doctors wanted to kind of give me this entire Westernized approach of taking you know this shot, this thing, that stuff, right? And and from the jump, I was like, I'm I'm not I'm not fucking doing this, yeah. right? Because I, I I do know that, um, a all the side effects from the medications. A lot of people with fi- within five to 10 years of taking these medications have another autoimmune disorder and just this whole slew of issues. And so my mindset behind it was like, well, I, I started following Dr. Terry Walls, right, who had stage two progressive MS. And through restructuring her entire diet, creating the Walls protocol uh, through Cold therapy, sauna, uh, numi therapy, all of these things. She was able, where she was literally wheelchair bound, to now where she literally rides a bike ten miles to work and ten miles home. Now, is her life? Is, do, does she still feel the the struggles and the pain from MS? Of Absolutely, course. right. Yeah. But has her life dramatically shifted? One hundred percent. And I can for sure say that when my sleep is in, when my sleep is fucking tight, when my my eating is super fucking clean, when I uh, do do sauna and cold therapy, I, yes. I think you might have walked by when, like, right when you walked I in on uh, the those. cold plunge they're and the so sauna, great. right? Yes, they're when amazing. It, when, when I do all of those things, my base level, which down here is now up here, yeah. right? And Which and is
0: funny because those are things we should all be doing all the time. 100%. It's just we're maxed out in today's westernized way of pursuing life. To hustle our asses off until we're exhausted enough, no more left to give ourselves. Yes. We, we and, or else we're selfish.
1: Yes. 100%. So hundred percent,
0: we should be caring for ourselves in those ways all the time. It's yes. a lifestyle shift. It's a mindset shift. And it's funny. It's, it goes in hand in hand. You start eating well, you start thinking differently. Yes. You start thinking differently, start eating well. Yes. So it's, it's like it goes hand in hand and the inevitable like expanding spiral of that, Little seed that's planted, that mindset is the pebble in the pond for the entire, you know, everything to be affected by your choices.
1: It's so fucking true. It's so true. What we put into our body, what we do with our body is so important. And unfortunately, um, we live in an overweight nation. We live in an overweight nation where people are not taking good care of themselves. They're stuffing their mouths full of bullshit and sugars and, and you um, gotta
0: look at too the consciousness behind a higher BMI and or an unhealthy BMI. Yeah. Emptiness. Yes. And feeling like they're not grounded. And I've noticed through through practice of Reiki and these energy healings and stuff like that. When I work on someone who is who has a, an, a higher BMI than they would wish, they want it to, they want it to be smaller. They wish to be smaller. They they also have a lot of the same traumas, worries, anxieties, fears, negative anticipations, or things that have happened to them in a childhood where they feel that for some reason there's there's a comfort in the, yes. the, in the consumption, yeah. and it it's there's something emotionally underlying there. Oh, for sure. I mean, and I it's think... we're propagandized all yes. the time to eat this and do this and. Sit on your button. Look at your phone, and it's a little black rectangle, and the whole world's on it. It's fascinating and extremely captivating, and very informative. If you, if you're goal oriented to, for wellness, yeah, it can be the most beneficial tool I that mean we've the, ever had.
1: The propaganda on food is fucking absurd. Do you ever do, there was this absurd. thing
0: I was reading about uh, the the top sugary brands of children's cereal? Do you ever notice when you go on that aisle, all of the characters all lined up are looking down. Oh, shit. Because the bowl, but they're looking down at the child. So the child feels like, oh, ah. it's a very subtle thing. And I remember reading that going, holy shit. Count Chocula was fucking looking at me the whole time. Yeah. Day. <laughs> that makes sense. But yeah. they, you know, they're doing that. They, they know. It's a psychological thing. Yes. It's a psychological thing.
1: Uh-huh. Um, Did you post something up there? Yeah.
2: Yeah. One to- sec. Yeah, if you look at all the boxes are here, you can all see that they're all. Oh,
1: they're holy all shit! Looking, looking down, looking down. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Isn't that crazy? No, that's creepy.
2: It's it is
0: it's it fucking creepy. Yes, it's very creepy. Well, this guy's looking straight.
2: Yeah, I think that's
0: the first one. Yeah. yeah, the other two are His looking down. The two
1: They're all looking down. The bowl
0: is always beneath the character, because it, you know it's relatable. Children are going to be looking down at their bowl. Yeah, look at look but at the rabbit. they are all looking down.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's those subtle little things that, when you know what to look for,
1: <laughs> holy shit,
2: you can
0: find th- shit. hidden stuff that is trying to convince us we we know what you want. Yes, you know we are we are right there with you. We're the character that you grew up with. No, it's it's and so these, true. Don't look at the ingredients. Don't worry about it. No, don't, don't look worry at the about ingredients. It. You trust us. You know us. We're familiar to you. Yeah, and that's weird. Like I've I've had this really weird uh, metaphor that was brought to me in meditation one time of all things. Of, uh, you know, this system that is kind of bent on us getting hooked on really bad, unhelpful shit. Yeah. And it's almost like for the people that are really hard pressed to believe that this is the direction this is going, that this system that's been set up to farm raise us, to domesticate us, um, is kind of like the dad that went to every soccer game and was there for your PTA and this and that. And you find out he's a murderer later.
1: Yeah. It's like.
0: But he was such a good dad for so long. Yeah. That sucks. You go through this, you kind of rack your brain a little bit trying to wrap your head around that very unfortunate realization.
1: It's like a slow death too, right? Like let's talk about like the cereals
0: for kids. We right? got to grieve. I mean, right. it's every bit of yeah. mainstream reality, unfortunately, is governed by by an entity that doesn't want the best for us no and that's we're coming to terms with that and it's, it's rough money
1: right money yeah. you know what's crazy is i remember growing up with the food pyramid now they have the tufts uh look this up like tufts food scale right and and the way that they scale food is absolutely absurd really I can't absolutely absurd is it right the portions like uh really no it's portions? like what they say is like the most healthy go to like images okay let's um see. let's check this out All right so it's the tu- yeah tufts food compass um and it's like raking oh damn it, it like yeah, good... the wi-fi is a bit slow today okay what do you want which wi-fi oh there we go uh click on maybe let me just How to stop cravings for no, food. no like this one right here let's see if you can make it bigger uh let's see um no this one was not it this is not it this is for like different drinks and shit. Click on that one right there. We're trying to find it. Maybe this was BS that I read, so it, it could be. No, that's definitely not it. It was categorized. Man, now I'm like rethinking if I was incorrect. I wonder. Uh, I'll have to read about that. That's interesting. Yeah, Wait, yeah. So
0: were the proportions that you saw? It wasn't in the one proportions. It graphic? was just like putting
1: like um like Cheerios. Like they per they they what I saw was like wow. different percentages of like what's healthy and what's what's not and it was like cheerios and this candy whatever was like above you know um you know just foods that you know for sure are healthy now but i'm i'm like questioning if that was like a, a bullshit uh graphic i saw maybe it was but i mean it's ah, not problem. too far off but i mean the food pyramid is bullshit yeah completely
0: right? like the other day i was scrolling through pinterest because let's face it we all love pinterest yes pinterest has some of the Tyler best loves pinterest oh my god i love pinterest so much so we're all on pinterest we're just—I'm looking through like interesting, just what to wear for fall because it's cold, yeah. and I don't know what to how to put my outfits together. And then there's an ad: milk hydrates better than water. Get the fuck? I'm not kidding you. And so I immediately am like, "That's what?" It it literally says, milk "Can you see if hydrates, you find that?" You can find it. It's all over Pinterest. Milk hydrates, milk hydrates better than water. And.
1: I could see if it was like liquid IV was, hydrates better than water. I
0: could I could see if it was human milk hydrates better than water.
1: Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because yeah,
0: it's full of colostrum. It's full of the right and Correct. you know acids and fats and all this good stuff. Yep. Yes, milk is hydrating.
1: I don't know, but it's, it's
0: squeezed from the teat of it another more, species. No, nah, no, nah, I don't,
1: I don't, know I don't think
0: I agree. You know, we're made up of mostly water. Yeah, if we were made up of mostly another species, um teat excretions that yeah. it produces only for its own fetus yeah it's own for its own offspring yeah like
1: like human milk
0: if we were made up of human milk that would make sense yeah you know human milk is more hydrating we're not that's not yeah, well, even no
1: do you know the issues that the, the gut issues that so many people have yeah. from drinking milk like <laughs> from dairy products from dairy insane. products in general the inflammation or... as yeah, well and like,
0: the endocrine issues and the hormonal so... issues and It's shocking. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. That, that really surprised me. That was interesting.
1: Let's just say hypothetically, if it's more hydrating than water, but what about all the, it's it's painting what the the picture that I got from it was that milk is better than water.
0: That's the point. It's, it's, it is. And they're probably, if you take a sponge or if you, if you here perfect example, you spill a little milk on the counter, you spill a little water in the counter. What does the water do? yeah it evaporates correct what does the milk do it sits there in a gross scummy yeah. nasty puddle until it dries into a little crusted correct little emblem right on your counter so there's more hydration in the sure. milk because it's like thicker right nasty it's nasty it's like a all it's shit. so yeah. yeah and so of course it is objectively that's probably true but it's not But they're the omitting point. so much information that's it That's exactly it. That's it. It's it's just it's
1: it's painting the picture that milk is better than water. Yes. uh,
2: Fuck that. And there's a
0: person dancing freely in in the ad, just running on the soccer field or working out. It's like, I I never go into my gyms, any of the gyms I go to, and work out seven six days a week. Yeah. There's nobody chugging a gallon of milk. There's nobody with a a Nesquik anything. Like (laughs) they have their water bottle. Yeah. Because. Water is yeah. is a universal solvent. It's what a lot of things are made up. of. it's super crucial, yes. I, I mean, it, you, it's
1: so true. Like a lot of people will now will have like liquid IV or yeah. you know branched chain amino acid. You know, just different things that are definitely uh, very very beneficial. to like the electrolytes and things like that. And they can hydrate. Prime you Prime is definitely better cells than liquid IV. And stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: In a, in a more efficient way than just chugging a bunch of water. If you're yes. in dire need of hydration, they hook you up to an IV. Just put it directly in there. Yes. yeah, That would be great if yeah. you're dying. But yes. most people who are drinking milk on a, more than water are already dehydrated.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's just... It's not... The best thing for your gut biome—that is for sure. You
0: shouldn't be replacing one with the other. I don't no. know. That just no, 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 laugh. It's true. Like, it's true. So
1: I mean, funny. there's. I mean, I could never imagine going to a gym and seeing dudes like bunch of sixty-four <laughs> gallons of fucking milk just <laughs> yeah. chuck Yeah. Screw that. Yeah. Like, forget that. And 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 once again, milk on 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 a like on on a level might be more hydrating than water. Yeah. But you're leaving out all the bullshit. And you, you are, once again, painting it as like milk is better than water, yeah. right? And, and at least that's what, as soon as you said that, that's what, that's what I thought, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. We, we just kind of live in this like weird, very, very weird culture, like getting back to like this one size thing fits all, leaving out all the the, the other side of the argument, right? Um, and then like even like getting back to like when we were talking about pharmaceutical companies, like we live in a day and age where 75% of our ads, up to 75% of our ads, are pharmaceutical base ads on television. What the fuck? Yeah. And 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 it's just like you know getting like with with like the vaccine it's like before before the pandemic, right? So many people looked at the pharmaceutical industry as this greedy fuck of an industry that was just all about taking your money and um and and and, and not like creating things that truly benefit now, some things maybe they do that do, right? But they it doesn't matter, right? You look at like what the Sackler family did with opiates and Oxycontin, yeah. right? They knew that it was bad. Yeah. They knew that it was addictive mm-hmm. and they did yeah. not fucking care, yeah. right?
0: It's just like the the ingredients in processed foods that they, by law, do not have to list, but that do trigger the body to request more of that food. Yes. There, that is, there's so much fine print with... With the FDA, the FTC, like all these different government entities that are approving or denying what we eat. But thank God we still have just a basic produce department. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Still to this day, knock on wood, we've got organic produce and we can get our organic foods and stuff like that. But, you know, you have to like, people have to reformulate what they, what they consume and where it's from.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's even some of like the fruits and vegetables, the things that are inside the soil and, you know, like the Roundup, right? Uh, that, you can't that,
0: consume glyphosate. No, you it is, can't. It kills your mitochondria. 100%. And where does most of disease come from? A lot of disease come from. Yes. Mitochondrial damage.
1: Absolutely. That's. I mean, literally, that's what Terry Walls always talks about, especially like people that are suffering with MS, is about restoring your mitochondria. Yeah, it's right? so crucial. Doing good things to your body. Mm-hmm. And so many people lack that. Yeah. And it's just like, I think it's just all excuses, right? You don't need a gym to work out. Right.
0: We he, created exercise of, like our buddy Darian. Yes. Darren Olian says yes. we, we created exercise because we don't have that kind of lifestyle anymore. No. that That allows us to get out and be really active and, and have our, our environment, um, And our stability and our safety requiring physical exertion. A
1: hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, we're not hunter-gatherers anymore.
0: And we're not even doing any kind of manual labor. No. Most of the time.
1: Yeah. Most people. Most most people. people, Right. Obviously, there's a... It's
0: either no manual labor at all and you got to join a gym or so much manual labor, you die at 60.
1: Absolutely. You know, and it's just like... And unfortunately, most people that get towards the end of their life, it's like you want to live a life where it's like... 90, 100 years. So, like, let's say you live to 100, it's a good round number, right? 99 and a half years of good. Right, right. Obviously, you're getting older yeah. and your body changes and all that shit. And the last six months to a year go bad, right? But on not average-
0: bad. Like you can just start did, losing yeah. like, oh, I peed a little bit. Like, well, of course. Stuff like that. Like there's a natural process the body wants to do towards closing this chapter. Of course, of course. And like just letting you and go And just back letting home. it go, right? Yeah. Go back.
1: I like that. Go back home, right? Uh, but most people, the last 10 to 15 years of their life is just one ailment after another.
0: Oh, sometimes for decades. Yeah. It starts and it starts younger than ever now.
1: Uh, younger and younger. The, mm-hmm. the rise of autoimmune diseases is out of fucking control.
0: It's incredible.
1: It's out of control and it's
0: all avoidable.
1: Well, yeah, it definitely is. It's very avoidable, and I think it. You know, um, what we're putting in our foods is playing such a vital role. Yes. All the all the plastics that we're consuming, mm-hmm. everything that we're consuming in our body is causing more and more issues than ever before. It's not like back in the day, right? Two, 300, 400 years ago, people couldn't live to 80 or 100 years old. Like people did, right? But back then, infant mortality rates were through the fucking roof, right?
0: Westernized countries, you look at the Eastern countries that are, there's tons of centenarians. Well, yes, there is. And they're living a very, they're consuming differently. For sure,
1: and they they have been for a very long time, right? but um westernized yeah. you're right we're I not mean, we're, we're not. not
0: living this long but also you don't see somebody with a whole lot of ailments living into their 80s and 90s that's true they're tip. being cut short of course and if you look at the, the kind of objective dna structure of the human being they should be pretty well set off to live far beyond a 100 i would hope so Far beyond 100 so what's cutting us down it's it's obvious to see like it's, when you it's, when you really it's dig definitely
1: deep. I mean I think it's the things that we're we're digesting on a daily basis you know things that are in the air things that are in our drinks things that are in our food and it's right media and, and it's media as well. well yeah Any that consumption. That, of course yeah. right I mean people are people are so stressed out right now mm-hmm. so many people are so stressed out especially getting through the pandemic and everything like that like we as a society right have have kind of I want to say just like kind of gone off the deep end mm-hmm. and it's. And it's just really scary to think if we continue down this path where it's going to take us. It'll end the race. I mean... And not to... No, it can't.
0: It it very definitely will will end the race. Because we
1: have the power now to fucking take this...
0: We've got the knowledge. The knowledge. So it's about being... So far. So far. But
1: unfortunately, if like a a meteor or a super volcano or anything's going to blow up, like I I just don't see... um, Unless like some crazy emerging technology happens, like a neural link where we can really start to understand like people's bullshit, right? And like, I don't want to be connected to things like that, but I think that, uh, people hold a lot of things in people lie bullshit, like, especially like with our politics, right? Like if we knew exactly, if everyone knew exactly what they were thinking, right? I think you'd have a lot better people.
0: And I think transcending, you know, that's, that's a a good starter shortcut. But the real work is to appreciate and understand that we already have the ability to do that. Yeah, but we've I... been conditioned to forget. But the bodies and why are there? Why is there such a massive uptick in psychic incidents happening? You tr- why is you there? You think any... that people can do that? Hundred percent. Yes. Okay. Because I because I I've done it. Like I've done it, and I've I've educated myself in an organic way. I wasn't born with any special gifts. I had a really anomalous childhood, but I, I wasn't born with any special gifts, but I learned mediumship and now practice mediumship because everybody's got it. It's not like this. Oh, that's a really weird. It's like, Oh yeah, everybody's got that ability. Whether in some way, shape or form, some are more clairaudient, okay. more, some are more clairsentient. What does that mean? Uh, clair, clairaudient is like you hear okay. certain information. Some are clairsentient where they get a feeling. Some are, um, Clair, uh, what's the other clair? clairvoyant? clairvoyant where yeah. they just kind of know but there's all these different types of clairs and things like that where there is there's a very very intrinsic deep knowing within human beings that is inc- it's, it's now it's becoming more scientifically explored and validated okay. to where now they know it's just not widely publicized people have the ability to heal their bodies almost instantaneously if not instantaneously in a lot of circumstances has happened on record proven with scans and tests and all that stuff. Yep. Immediate remission. And just that uh, that ability to know. And when you when you focus a little bit more internally, you become a little bit more of an introvert, I guess, so to speak. For sure. But you start studying those aspects of consciousness, you can develop those clear senses. And everybody's gonna have, you know, because personalities are different, of course. interests, beliefs, and we're all identities. We're all super individuated. So everybody's gonna have their specialty. You know, oh, I, you know, there's all these, there's I Ching, there's divination, there's tarot cards, there's all this stuff, but the knowing is within everybody. And I, I wholeheartedly believe that, you know, there's all the people that think, ah, that doesn't exist. It's because they haven't taken the curiosity and taken the time to read a couple books and to test their own clear abilities. So Everybody's is got it,
1: it. Is it more of like an intuition, right? Because I, you know, I like talking to my wife and everything like that, I'm like, you know, f- fuck your brain, trust your gut, right? Like, our, you know, your heart, like the things
0: communicates that communicates up to so the brain. I didn't mean down, I don't trust so, your yeah. heart,
1: trust your gut, right? Because I think a lot of people when they go off emotion, mm-hmm. right? They tend to pick the wrong answer. But when you trust that intuitive thing that falls inside of all of us, right? Your answer is usually right. Yeah, right. But most people let their emotions get the best of them. And so they pick what they're Heart tells them instead and the of heart like is also
0: you know the heart people say the heart but usually when they really dissect those emotions they're based on beliefs based on experiential wisdom that they've created that they've created formulas your like ego they keep thinking a thought and they create a belief around it right yeah so it, it's you you have emotions around your belief systems for sure people defend them wholeheartedly like to the death I to mean, the nail literally so that's Spanish really, Inquisition yes right. so your heart can be fickle you of know of course unless you can use the discernment to understand. My heart is communicating with my gut. It's kind of all the body's all one organ. Yeah. Um. You wouldn't just trust your, you know, your left hand to do something. Your right, you know, could of course, easily do a little bit better. Yes. So you just have to use the, the whole body as an integral system. But I, I really like. You can you can look at the um if anybody needs any kind of like a validated thing uh to use as per as an example um the government trains uh, all governments all over the world train. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, remote viewers. Yeah. They they take certain individuals with certain qualities because they're more easily adapted to their training protocol and they train them to remote view. It's accurate and they have enough tests and studies to confirm now that anybody can be taught to do this. So that the implications of that pretty much tell you, well, if you can see what's going on, in a little, you know, warehouse or something underground at a remote facility, in a, a U.S. government compound in the Mojave Desert or something, you can see what's going on at a at a base in Russia, and then you can confirm it later. What non-locality? Where okay. is our awareness? If our awareness is not being projected and only local to our brain, why are governments all over the world using people and training them to remote view other places? and focus their attention on that other time where their body and their eyes are not there, but they can pick up exactly what's going on.
1: It's it's very strange. Look that up. Type in a government revo- remote viewing. Just see what the hell comes it's gonna up. There's going to be a lot that. of conspiracy Well, conspiracy no, stuff. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know, I know. But I there's MKUltra. Of course. There's all kinds yeah, of, yeah, of stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So. You know, Midnight Climax, uh-huh, Operation yeah. Paperclip. Yeah, Operation Paperclip. Yep. Uh, during the Cold War. Stargate Project. Click on that right there. Here we go. Stargate Project was a secret U.S. Army uh, unit established in 1978 in Fort Meade, Maryland by the Defense Intelligence Agency uh, and SRI International. Tyler, you just read it so I don't have to do it.
2: Uh, And SRI International uh, to investigate the potential for sidekick phenomena in military and domestic intelligence applications. The project uh, and its precursors and sister project originally by various code names, Gondola Wish, Stargate, that sounds familiar, uh, Grill Flame, Center Lane, Project CF, uh, Sunstreak and Scanate.
0: and this is just Wikipedia.
2: This is the yeah, drop of course, the it's a, for yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Until yeah, 1991, no, when they were consolidated and re-christened uh, as StarGate Project.
1: Wow, so they're so they're still doing it.
0: They're still doing it to this day.
1: They're still doing it. Yes. If if it wasn't working, I mean, if, it if it wasn't working, wasn't working stopped, why would they still right? be doing it?
0: Yeah. So.
1: And you're right, Wikipedia. Oh, you know, well, yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't always have the right answers, but you know, at least I can read something. Like, is
0: right? cute. Yeah, but at least
1: I mean, they're <laughs> if. They weren't doing it anymore. If it didn't work, right, then why would they?
0: So what? What if you can send your awareness to a whole another location where your yeah. physical apparatus cannot sense what's going on in that environment, and you can properly depict what's going on in that environment with just your third eye, with your with your inner awareness? Yes. Why can you not project that? Why can you not project that awareness into your own body to see what's going on in there? It's closer to your awareness than anything else. Yeah.
1: I don't, I don't, I don't don't have a rebuttal right now. (laughs) So
0: that's, that's, what's cool is like, what are the implications? Yeah. And I I know from personal experience, there have been countless over the past three and a half years that I've been practicing mediumship. There've been so many available, um, resources of confirmation and, and really like serious, like, Oh, that's stupid. But they're like, how did she know that? Wow. Anybody can train themselves how to do this. So I think that Neuralink is great for now, yeah. but it's already outdated compared to the human what, what, pe- what the human ability. mind could do. But the thing is- yes. Con- one- what consciousness, because it's not local to the mind. If the yeah. mind was doing it, how can it see what's going on in a base in another country? I don't know. How can it see? So, I don't know. but they can. They're doing it. Yeah, I, I So just, we
1: most people don't have the they might they might have the power. They were taught they didn't. Yeah. They were taught yeah, of course. Right? We don't
0: believe that's stupid. That's woo-woo, snake oil. You're yeah, a witch. Yeah. And there's that collective trauma. If you have those extra sensory abilities, which everybody has, but some of us are convinced that we don't. And it could be insane if you think that you do. Um, you know, they people were were actually executed for practicing these natural abilities. So there's a trauma there. There's a lot of people who are very very afraid to come forward and say yeah i have extrasensory abilities yes i channel yes i'm a claire yes i'm a psychic yes i'm a medium um but everybody's got it and so it, that trickle effect is starting to happen as people are kind of finding more people with those abilities too
1: you know what i think is that if this is 100 real and i'm not saying it's not right um The issue is, is that there's a whole bunch of snake oil salesmen out there that say that they have these special powers, they have these special things, right? Or they can really be in tune with their body, but they're just full of shit, right? For sure, yeah. And so then what it does is it muddies the water uh, for the individuals that truly can do it, right? Mm -hmm. Because uh, if most people are already skeptical about it, and then you have this person that's proven, you know, to be bullshit mm-hmm. right then most people are like oh well they're must gonna get be their bullshit. confirmation of what they already yeah, believe confirmation though. bias right on it what's so.
0: cool is like when i first started seeking that information because i was really super biased that it didn't exist right but i really wanted to talk to my dead grandma okay <laughs> so it was like oh i don't know that sounds kind of stupid of me to want that based on my old belief system yeah i shouldn't want that Everybody else seems to be thinking that's stupid too. But there's also, I talked to a medium who did it and confirmed really, really tiny things that only she and I shared. So I was like, well, something's going on here. Let me see if I can do this. So it's, it is it is tough when you seek out, when you already have your set beliefs, the law of attraction will only confirm your beliefs. Correct. Very rarely are you going to go into a situation where you don't believe that person's authentic and they're going to just blow your mind. Correct. Sometimes they do and you're like, my whole perspective's changed on that topic, yeah. but law of attraction—you're going to seek out and somebody who's going to try to validate your already existing belief system, and you're going to get exactly what you expect to see—that you don't believe them and you think they're bullshit. Yeah, but it's true. If you leave an open mind, there's some really awesome stuff that we can learn about our consciousness and our body and our ability to heal ourselves and help each other out, and to be more transparent. And those kinds of people that are fronting that those abilities or those those notions of healing or wellness or clarity, because a lot of people see mediums or clear or, uh, audience or whatever for clarity, for an answer to something that goes you know just goes by and it's unresolved in them, they're not going to get that feeling of resolve. Yeah, like I've had people come to me that completely have never had a reading that think it's bullshit. They think I'm bullshit. And then they're hysterically crying because they finally have their closure. So it's about what's your intention. Ask that person if they just, are they just jacking up their rates to you know do a fake reading based on your body language, your horoscope, your name, your personality. Do they ask you a bunch of questions or do they just go right into your reading? Yeah, You have to use discernment. It just comes down to that.
1: For me, I'm not like for me, why I have been very skeptical about psychics, right? Um, is and this is just personal experience right and once again i said i think there's a lot of people that are bullshit out there and For sure and, and, and and they're definitely i'm sure there are people that can tap into some crazy fucking things um that being said uh my father went to two different psychics they both t- told him he would die in a plane crash uh-huh. right um he never flew again right oh man and he died of a massive heart attack oh. right and so uh there are a lot of snake oil salesmen's out there, but I, I do know like even I feel like, like DMT opens up a portal mm-hmm. that seems more real than what is going on right now at times.
0: And yet when you do DMT and you have a sensation of being covered in rainbow honey or something like yeah. that, some of the weird sensations yeah. to procure that from that, you, you, you can't explain that to anybody else until they've had the visceral experience. experience. Yeah. So like I've never d- dove into or I don't think I'm psychic at all. Yeah. I, I've have like weird prolific dreams or something and then it'll come to fruition. And be like, wow, weird. Yes. But I can't tell what's going to happen. I can only do mediumship at the time. Okay. But it's one of those things like when... When you have those notions like of uh, it's something so simple. And here's how I know everybody's got it because this is such a relatable instance. You're thinking about that one friend and you're like, oh, uh. I should really send them a text. And then you look at your phone and you look at your phone and they're calling you or they just sent you a message Happens all the time.
1: Is that spooky action at a distance? That's, <laughs>
0: that's sharing a thought with yeah. that person simultaneously. You're not reading their mind. They're not reading yours. No. You're sharing a thought. That's kind of what telepathy is. Telepathy is just sharing the same thought at the same time. Yeah. Because That's really, always crazy. Time is a human construct. Time yes. actually is kind of non-relevant. It is. Space-time and there's time-space. Yes. But when you look at the, the abilities that we, we've been taught this tiny segment- of the truth of universal principles that are innate laws in our density. When you look outside of that, there's all these different things that when we think differently and feel differently about ourselves and our experiential situation that we're living, it changes our abilities to move and be malleable in this density. And it comes down to a very couple different, simple, easy-to-understand principles of, of science and spirituality combined, it's very easy to see that they really are not that separate and it's, it can be explained very blatantly and plainly to anyone who has basic understanding of somewhat universal principles that we were taught in public school. Yeah. I mean, I have barely a 12th grade education. Yeah, I just me got too. my diploma and I was like, see you, education. I'm yeah. out because this all sounds wrong to me. Yeah. And then I started educating myself. What can I learn outside of what the public school allowed me to know that is also going to be crucial for my human experience. Yes. And that includes what other extra fun shit can I do that'll make this more enjoyable for me? And what more can I provide as a service by learning, having the time and the spaciousness and the personal freedom and the security and safety to heal my own shit, to get over my traumas and to open up my conscious awareness to new abilities that come with my being in a body this is a God given right to have psychic abilities and mediumship abilities and all these neat things that you hear about only monks can attain if they meditate on a mountaintop for 20 years. It's, it's within everybody. It's just, everybody's gonna have their own little niche. that's just, they love, they passionate about. And if you're passionate about something, it's like, Oh, let me read a couple of books on that. Let me study up on that and see if that's something I want to learn.
1: That's, you know, you, you just talked about meditating, right? And, and, and I was thinking about also like the, the DMT thing, right? Where, There have been studies where they've looked at the brain of people on psilocybin, right? And then they look at the brain where it's like connecting new pathways, right? Kind of like ski slopes, right? And uh, connecting parts of the brain that traditionally don't talk to one another. Mm -hmm. And then they took studies of people that that heavily meditate, right? And the same thing is happening to the brain, right? And that... We've all had this experience in our life where maybe we felt like shit, right? You know, hungovers, you know, whatever you just feel under the weather, right? Mm -hmm. And then something amazing happens, right? You fucking, uh, you, you found out your wife or wife's pregnant or you, uh, won the lot, whatever the fuck it is, right? Something amazing. And then all of a sudden you went from feeling like shit to like, let's fucking go.
0: Yeah. In an instant. Uh, In an instant. Because of the conditions that are, because of the conditions outside of you, you know, you weren't happy until that condition. Of course.
1: So how did that happen, right? And so I mean, pretty much what you're saying on a grander scale is that people have the ability uh, to 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 change the way they feel, the way they perceive their sicknesses, and all those types of things um, through the power of the brain. For you, an intention, and it's,
0: it's. I, I, I would correct that it wouldn't necessarily be the brain because they've had many occurrences. Well, I guess you're just your awareness, the awareness that possesses the body because you're not your body. Yeah. You just have a body.
1: It's so true, right? Yeah, right. you
0: have it. It's like nobody cares if you put a lift kit on your car or you put a wrap or you put a big yeah. stupid sticker. But The moment you do anything to this vessel, they're like, oh my God. Yeah. It's so, how could you do yeah. that? But it's just what you walk around in all the time. 100%. It's what you use to get around because this density requires some kind of like what we perceive as tangible. It's uh, But it's if you so get true. down to the, the molecular, the tiny atomic structure, everything's non-solid. Correct. So this is just perception. There's no really...
1: Correct, right? You know. This is, what what is this, right? Yeah. And it's it's so weird. You know, I, I, I think about, um, I had to put my cat to sleep um, uh, a year and a half ago, right? Rest in peace, Danky. And um, he was there, right? His body, who he was, everything. And then they, they had to put him down, right? And then, all of a sudden this this structure this thing that I'd known for fifteen years thirteen years uh but something was gone mm-hmm. and um and and I even like remember seeing my father right like uh the same thing it was like that thing was there but the the, the spark inside what whatever it is consciousness soul yeah. whatever the fuck you want to call it something is gone right yeah. and 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 that is um it's 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 very strange
0: it's i feel like you know with with like my own personal examination of why we feel the way we feel about perceived death correct is that we we can no longer relate to or live in a codynamic role with who we identified somehow validates us you're a daughter your mother dies are you still a daughter well yes technically but she's not here anymore so are you still you know it, it's uh. Yeah. It's one yeah. of those, are you still a daughter? Well, I mean, yeah, everybody's yes. a daughter. Everybody's well, a son or a daughter. Everyone is. Yes. Everyone. Correct. But um, yeah, it's, point. it's hard. Like learning to organically learning mediumship has taught me that the awareness goes on and is aware of what's going on with the ones that they are most aware of and concerned with at the present time. And there's not a lot of time where they are a lot of perceivable what we perceive as linear time there so they can explain their death to me how they died and all this stuff and they can be confirmed by the one still in the living inquiring about their lost loved one but they're just no longer there for them to relate to anymore they don't have that my father or my mother and it's it's devastating because then you lose a sense of you yeah it's they're no longer present for you to identify as this is how i relate this is how i self identify with their presence being here and i'm part of them and we intermingle and so there i have learned through the the personalities the attributes of the one who has made their transition into a non-physical aspect of themselves wherever they go after that is of course debatable yeah but in this other density this other spatial awareness where they still are themselves they're still very much interested and involved and curious about what's going on and always want, the, always most of the time, um, want their still in the living one, still embodied one, to know that they're okay because yes. there's always this, oh, they're gone. They died tragically. Um, you know, or whatever, untimely deaths and unexpected passings and all these things. We have such a great, incredible fear about it, but I feel like if more people spoke to mediums, and mediums who are not just after your dollar. Yes. Mediums who will actually communicate truthful information, verifiable information about things that your loved one who has made their transition wishes to convey to you. That um, there is no death. It's just the body you perceive that's no longer physically in your presence for you to validate. Yeah. They're not gone. They're not even not focused. Like they're really like, okay, what's my son doing today? Oh, my daughter's. You know, dog is the ah, whatever. Like they're very intensely aware and still kind of wish to remain a little relevant they're yeah. they're always like you know not that they have an agenda or anything but it's it's really interesting and it's becoming interesting too that it's almost its own separate thing from seeing a ghost like what people like say that yes. they perceive that they see a ghost there's a lot of energetic electromagnetic qualifications that could possibly represent a, a photonically visible shape or form of a being that used to be, or maybe a simultaneously being because we know that time is nonlinear. So they could be just an offshoot of another awareness happening simultaneously. We're seeing in a photonic way with our eyes. Our only perceivers are the body. Yes. But there's this sixth perceiver that's in the center of the brain that is always active constantly. And it's also active. Like you see, if you are having a dream, if you're asleep and you're having a dream, and then the next day you wake up and something about that dream comes into reality, you question yourself. You're like, what, how did I know that was gonna happen?
1: It's always so strange. That is such a trip. so strange. So
0: there's there's a little part of you that's never resting. It's never not aware. Correct. Even when your physical body turns off, you can have electrodes hooked up to your entire vessel, and scientists can confirm your body's unconscious. You are unconscious, and you're not thinking or feeling anything. But there's something going on, always aware. So I don't know. I want to explore that. And I want to see what people can expand upon in that awareness. If you know that this is always going on, and there's a lot of verifiable shit going on with people that are considered kind of like not normal, like pariahs a little bit that claim to have an extrasensory ability, if it can help you feel a sense of resolve or closure or like, oh, relief. You don't have to be thinking that guilt, that fear, that sorrow, that loss or something or anxiety. Like, I personally believe if I was a psychic, if I saw that somebody was going to die a certain way, I'd be like, mm, you know what? I'm not going to tell them that because the law of attraction, they're going to be thinking about that nonstop. And then that's going to set up a pattern of fear and anxiety in their body. And it's probably going to manifest illness. So I'm not going to tell them because it's their fate. Yeah. It is. I, and I can, and like when I do tarot cards, for example, it's a really good thing because it's the the person who's handling the deck. I'm just... Showing them what the cards say, they're choosing the cards, and it's just only good for in that moment. Because Correct. you walk outside, you have the butterfly effect. Correct. Yeah. You the, you step on a bug and you slip and fall and you eat shit and you crack your tailbone. You go to the hospital. You meet somebody interesting. It's a cool nurse. Turns out you went to school together. Like, there's all these things. Life is amazing, it is amazing. amazing, and so complex. One moment can change the entire trajectory of your your day, your month, your week, your life. In just an instant and so i would never want to give somebody this, this permanent i don't i think that even if i started to see psychic abilities coming forth within myself i don't think it'd be something that i would personally focus on
1: but do you think that there is a possibility that um like recently and this is not a psychic ability or anything like that but um dana white did this study uh and the doctor ran all the tests and said you have 10 years and a couple months to live right but if you do these, this, this, and this, like you can change the outcome, right? You mm-hmm. can live a, a long time. It's just because you're eating this, that, and the other. And yeah. he changed his entire body. has a six pack now. looks great, right? Um, do you think that having that psychic ability, maybe that is their story today, but they could do things to change it?
0: I think that there's there's only ever now. There's, you know, yesterday... Has already happened, so it's not happening currently. Correct. It's only your feelings and thoughts about what you recall happened. And even your memory gets distorted. If you replay a memory enough, like fair? the game of telephone, yes. you kind of distort it a little bit, and then you enhance your feelings, then you feel more of a victim, and it really wasn't that way. Or You distort memories. It's not it's not happening now, so it no longer exists. Sure. And anything you're anticipating in the future is still only a projection of what you hope perceive think believe is going to happen based on your beliefs and and formulated sense of self identity in this moment so who is to say correct you could die tomorrow
1: yeah you you could could. hit by
0: a plane if you start thinking about you know oh my god i'm so fearful i'm so fearful i'm so fearful what's going to happen something bad's probably going to happen because you're thinking and feeling so the the body is like this like tensed up little little you know, thing that is just waiting for your brain to tell it how to feel all the time. And if your brain is in a constant state of fight or flight, tension, high blood pressure, you get headaches, you start to sweat, you you have a physiological reaction based on what you're thinking. Even if it's just thinking about having to go to the DMV, you start freaking out, stressing, and you're sweating, you smell bad, you're perspiring, (laughs) and then you can't sleep that night because there's all these things. But it happens really quickly. The body is a really good indicator of what you're thinking or feeling. Absolutely, And so you have to kind of treat that like your receiver, your universal receiver. If your mind's projecting these feelings and the body's physiologically reacting to it, you're mirroring out to the ether, to dark energy, what have you, that's always listening to create uh, mirroring events, to immaculately and accurately mirror what you're already thinking and feeling and expecting.
1: Wow, that's incredible. You've definitely, um, like... it's kind of crazy. A lot a lot has changed since the last time last time we spoke. Yeah. Right. So it's like you're you're creating this new technology platform, right? Um, that is, in my opinion, um, could transform the adult entertainment industry, right? Uh and now how long have you been working on mediumship for?
0: Uh about about three and a half years. Three and a half
1: years, right? I think we briefly I think we talked a little bit about it last time, but um and now like you're diving head deep into it, which is truly amazing what else what else is going on
0: honestly i um
1: so you launched like a like a cbd uh lifestyle yeah, a ton is going a, a yeah, ton i remember is, you talked about that last time yeah
0: it's man through the pandemics manufacturing is a little tricky yes um but it gave us the right amount of time to reformulate a couple things to um just kind of work on the brand and just Think about how we feel about it and not everything's perfect all the time there's always room for improvement it's life um, but it's up and rare and to go and I feel like it's a really good instrumental like the the tinctures the tinctures that I created are what I really believe in they're ingredients that I've you know tested tried and true um, they have been kind of found to be pretty well-rounded for most bodies yeah so that's it and just work going to the gym loving the gym eating healthier. Thinking healthier, reading good books, expanding my perspective, trying to expand others as well, and just sharing as much information as I can, as it's, it's helpful as possible. What
1: products are you offering now uh, for the business?
0: Uh, for Atana, we have a morning and evening and an immunity formula. We have D eight gummies as well. Um, they need a little work on the formula, in my opinion. Um, Respect. And then we have a, a pain relief freeze roll on that's nano, so it goes right in, and it's actually pretty effective. I love my mom has had a bunch of back surgeries. I remember bringing her a tube of it and she was like, Oh my God, this is the only thing that's ever worked. So I was like, yeah, my mom can use it. Yes. But, um, they're, they're vegan. They're all vegan products. Um, cruelty free of course. And they're, we sourced all the ingredients ourselves. And I just, there's there's things that I really believe that the, that most bodies can, um, assimilate and utilize really well, help with detoxification, rest, getting in an REM cycle faster. Yes. and, just having a little bit of a a more at ease experience
1: where you've always been so much like about like health and wellness and and taking really good care of the mind body and and soul consciousness whatever you want to call it um where does that even stem from
0: I think I was born into it um I was that kid from the time I was two three years old just wanted to be alone only ever want to be alone I'm very particular I have my my routines um independent weird with physical touch. I'm a little like just like weird about the human experience. And it always felt extremely um, distorted to me and unfamiliar. Never really found a whole lot of familiarity with anything with the human experience. And so I was like, well, you know, everybody around me seems to be suffering from their own kind of self-induced perception. And so what good stuff that comes naturally to me can I help build on or introduce or study myself to improve my experience to be the somewhat example of here's how you organically find wellness. And I just know that for a long time I was so pissed off. I blamed everything outside of myself for my reason for being pissed off. I was unhealthy. Um, I was miserable. I've been broke. I've, you know, kind of just one of those really basic white trash upbringings. And I was like, God, this sucks. And I need to change this. I need to start reading. I need to gain other perspective. I need to study spirituality and science and religion. And I need, I need inspiration and I want to feel better sooner. So I hit this. And I remember um, as a child kind of watching my grandmother do it before she made her transition. She went through a lot of different modalities before she really landed on a couple that really suited her needs um, as a soul. And I never really understood that because, you know, when you're, there's someone else, you know, my mom at the time oh, your grandma's so this and she's so woo-woo and she's so weird with her spirituality. And yet as a child, I was like, you know, she seems awfully happy. She seems pretty happy. Let me figure out what that's about. And it was so instrumental in my now adulthood finding like, what makes me happy? What is, and what's not going to harm anybody? It's not like a guilty pleasure to pursue wellness. It's not like, I don't want anybody to know. It's like, I want everybody to know because if they worked for my completely convoluted arrogant ignorant self if they if they brought this drudgery of a white female human experience out of its garbage beginnings then it can certainly do that for just about anybody Oh. And it's even if it's just a perspective shift. it's <clears throat> not about being born into a this or getting that or having opportunities or being in a, a, a body or the, anything of the physical nature. It's about what you what you become aware of. That's what it really has come down to for me. All of the modalities, all the detoxes, all the books I've read, it, it does come down to a conscious decision to, to want better for yourself.
1: It sounds like your grandma was a big inspiration for you.
0: Incredible. Yeah. And through the things that I now continue to share, she's become an incredible inspiration to a lot of people.
1: That's amazing. It's cool. That is, that is, uh, that's, that's phenomenal, right? To be able to have someone in your life that, that you look to, to, um, inspire you to become a better person, especially through your upbringing and everything that you went through, um, as, as a child to become the person you are today. Um, and then like, even like, you know, being so young and, um, the way that you were to who you are today is it's very, very inspiring. And now having this big kind of shift in, in your life is really cool. Well,
0: and it's a, it's a really good example of how it's accessible to everyone. Yeah. And I never—I—I I don't ever want to get a big head about my experience because there are people who have experienced far worse and who have made a, a even more dramatic rubber band effect into an inspiring. But I think that's what we're all here to do you know, find something relatable about their experience. Share it openly because you'll never know who you're going to and you're going to help feel better. Yes. And I don't I, I don't care about, you know, inspiration or oh I want to be just like Nicole because don't don't you do it your own authentic way, but find something that makes you feel better sooner Absolutely, because there's so many ways to go about it. But I just know that once you start wanting to feel better feeling better, will start to find you, yeah. but you got to just have an open mind and be excited about that. And not just, it's just way easier to want to feel better. I remember hitting that pinnacle in like my twenties and I was so miserable, so irate most of the time, just an angry, um, traumatized person. We're all very traumatized. Yeah. Um, and so realizing like, Oh, I've got some, I've got some feel better to focus on. I started to feel better and I was like, oh, this is much easier than focusing on what shit that I I don't like to think about. And it's not being ignorant to what has happened. Appreciate your journey. Yeah. But you don't have to continue to relive your journey and regurgitate your story in order to validate where you are now. Because it's not helping anybody. You're not inspiring anybody. You're not changing your own reality. Yeah. And so what what do you do next? Well, what do I what can I do to feel better right now? What can I do to alleviate myself? Changing your narrative, changing the way you speak about and to yourself, about and to others, and still being truthful about your experience. If you're in pain, you're in fucking pain. It's yeah. okay. Of course, it's okay to be hurting. It's okay to feel any emotion along the spectrum, whether it be complete and utter despair and depression, or complete elation and exaltation. All of that is okay. Anger is a step up from depression, like yeah. And and uh, what is it? Revenge is a step up from anger, and like all the way up the spectrum, but. Just being okay with where you are and knowing that everything's transient all the time, everything's yeah. always only ever changing. And that you're you're not doing anything wrong. Even in your shittiest, your your shittiest moment of life, you haven't done anything wrong and you're just doing your best based on what you know from thus far
1: it's so true you know you never know what tomorrow is going to bring a year from now four or five six eight years from now i tell this story like love or hate barack obama whoever's listening to this this is not the point of the story the point is is that back in 2000 um he was trying to get into the democratic national convention um and he was like having issues to get in right four years later he becomes like the main speaker at the dnc four years after that he becomes the president of the united states Mm. If he would have just looked at his life, eight in 2000 from 2008, right? That's eight fucking years, yeah. right? From not being allowed into somewhere to speaking at to then ruling, you know, the America, right? You know, the America, the United States of America, right? And it's just like the, the point of that is that, you know, today you might be going through shit. Today you might be going through challenges, but you don't know what tomorrow brings. And it's so important to continue to push forward. Yeah. And and even when you're faced in your darkest hours, know that as long as you continue to just fucking push forward, you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. So don't give up, right? It's just so important. Um, <clears throat> a few more things. Uh, you know, when we started talking about in the beginning, right, you're kind of uh, transferring away kind of from, being in front of the camera mm-hmm. to behind the camera mm-hmm. um is that like are, are you will it be done behind the camera or like what's the whole plan
0: it will yeah i think a majority of my focus will be behind the camera um yeah. i'd like to continue to hone my um a, a special skills what have you just yeah. to just try to kind of continually quietly help people who are in search of that kind of information there's been a lot who have approached me very quietly and been like hey i have a Hey, I lost my dad last year and I really want to. And so I don't want to make money doing that. I want to do that just because I enjoy it and it brings people a lot of joy. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the meat and potatoes of my, my involvement is, is going to continue to be sustainable paradigm shifting stuff. Yeah. Um, stuff that in an inspired moment, if I can get an idea and I can cultivate the right um, ingredients and, and attract the right individuals who can help me build something better for everybody, I'm going to do it. I've done it this far. Yeah, it have. is coming along perfectly and unexpectedly. Like kismet shit that you couldn't even make up. I mean, I'm going to have to write a book about how just getting to this point yeah. has happened because it it would help somebody believe in the the synchronicity of the way miraculous shit happens. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it is. Um, We've kind of lost that enthusiasm for you know excited people Yay, like I can do it. I can do it. I have the ability. I, we've lost the inspiration for a lot of stuff. And I've regained it through just a very specific practice of really trusting that if I have a, a compassionate mindset throughout all of my pursuits and in a, in a little bit of an agenda to better something that already exists and to be as inclusive as possible, that it's going to work out well. Yes. And I'll learn along the way. Even if the project is a complete flop, I don't care because I will have learned so much that I can build the next thing. It's going to be even better for everybody. There we go. So I'm not out to like, I'm, I'm not in the same mindset of like, I got to make a buck. Yeah. Like, I don't care about launching an NFT and putting a big fat price tag on it. That's it's that's not going to help anybody. Yeah. It's not even going to help me that's, because then I get a quick meal ticket. Great. Money is a fake something that somebody else made up for me to compare my worth to other people depending on this dollar sign. It's, it's amazing. Yeah it's a made-up system it's money's not real okay. so it's so true it's funny to like you know I, I want to create something bigger than money I love that just better I think that's what we're all kind of doing we just we've been so assigned that there's a value to each thing that we do and everybody has to agree on that value and that's where the inspiration for me came in with nfts because I thought nfts at the beginning were just a silly thing that How could you find this picture, this weird digitization that you can only look at on a black rectangle? $300,000. Yeah. Because I'm like, that's dumb. But I'm like, how am I to assign a value to something that is not of that value to me? My material that I produce that I'm most known for is not valuable to others who do not watch what I produce. Of course. So... Who am I to say what's valuable and what's not? It's uh, all subjective. And I needed to learn that. That was a really important one for me.
1: That's a big learning and growing uh, yeah. thing, right? Right. Because it's like,
0: I had to get over it. I I really thought that I was some kind of value setter. I'm like, no, I'm wrong. I'm actually, and that's good. And that's like the beautiful thing It's like, I
1: love being wrong, right? It's like so important to be able to learn and grow and become a better human being. We're constantly evolving. We're constantly changing, right? It's just like, I'm a huge fan of shepherd fairy obey art, right? I absolutely love it. I spend tons of money on it. Um, but the next person might think, think these things are fucking stupid, mm-hmm. right? And, but at the end of the day, it's like what I perceive to be valuable, right? And what I perceive, what I like is just my perception, yeah. right? Um, and everyone can have their own perception. And so, you know, seeing that evolution with you from like thinking NFTs are silly to now like understanding like the full technology behind it, right? Yeah. Is, is very empowering, right? And especially from a creator standpoint, mm-hmm. right? Um, having that residual based income. Uh, especially in a world where things like, you know, PH and all the other, other sites, right, just totally take advantage of of the creator, which is disgusting, right? Sorry. Um,
0: and it's yeah. just, it's doing its best based on where it is. Yeah. Because it has been, as an entity, has been rewarded. Yes, it has. By its users yes. to continue this behavior. Yeah. It takes a new paradigm to step in and say, hey, PH, I have an idea for you. Yes. This is how your your brand is going to survive. Yeah, and so not everybody's going to jump on board because there's this really weird adhesive kind of stickiness to the mentality of what works. Don't fix it. Uh, don't don't break what's. Don't no, fix what's not broken. Yes. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is subtly suggesting that most things are broken. Hell
1: yeah, pH is definitely broken.
0: And why would you not? You know, hey, there's something new here. I got an idea and that's how everything's going to start to come about. hundred percent. There's going to immediately be that gatekeeper. That's going to say, no, we've done this for decades and generations and it's never been different. Yeah. Like Thanksgiving, you know, yes, which we is have crazy. to have a Turkey. We must have yeah. a Turkey. Everyone must sit down at the same table and then stuff ourselves silly. Like yeah. the traditions, traditions kind of have to die. Of course. Sometimes they have to the evolve, ones, change, right? They got to change. They, they yeah. have to,
1: right? They, they can't always stay the same. Right. Yeah. Um, what is your thoughts though with like uh trying to compete with like OnlyFans, right? You're you're on OnlyFans? I'm on OnlyFans. Yeah.
0: Everybody's on OnlyFans. Yes. It's great until it's not. Yeah. Just like anything else. Correct. Um you know, we at one point were smoking in restaurants.
1: Correct. That's so, so. true. in, in hospitals.
0: <laughs> in hospitals. Doctors. Doctors. Crazy. Remember the ads? Yes. For, I mean, so doctors yes. smoke marbles or whatever. Camels. What the heck? It's like That's crazy. It's doctor prescribed. Some of
1: that stuff. Like old. I uh, love those graphics. Doctor uh, cigarette ads, yeah. right? This is crazy.
0: It's crazy. So it's only, it only works until it stops working. 100%. And one of the things that I kind of find a little contradictory about a platform, a, sub, well, a subscription monthly, based subscription. Yes. Oh, my uh, God, here I we love go. you so much. Doctor Beautiful ordered. women.
1: Oh my god! And
0: notice they're all white.
1: Yes, they are all white. And what the hell is that stupid thing it's on so his head? So weird. Like, why did a doctor have to wear? A, is that a mirror or
0: something? It's a pizza cutter. Yeah, literally. <laughs> ah, it's a pizza cutter.
1: Look at this. It's just where, if you're just listening, we're what we're watching and we're looking at images of like doctors. It says, "As your dentist, I would recommend Vicroys, which was an old cigarette. Vicroys, the filtered smoke. Um, you get him smoking in bed. Yeah, and like it, this is this is crazy. And this was not that long ago. No. I even seatbelts in cars. If, oh, my the god, man, I know. The, the car manufacturing business fought it tooth and nail, mm-hmm. right? And now, flash forward, it's all about safety ratings.
0: And yet, why am I capped at 70 miles an hour, but the car can go 120? Exactly. It's dep- it depends on who whose pocket it lines. Of course. So like with OnlyFans, you can still lift any one of my videos from my platform that I shot, that I contributed money and time and effort into doing. What? Nobody paid me for that. You lift the video, you plop it up on Pornhub. And it's happened enough times to know that people can do this. And wait, not, Pornhub doesn't take it down? They do. They, they do. But you they, have, have a, they have a really proper and effective way to get your videos taken down. Yes. Good. It's really, it's it's kind of foolproof. You just send in your info. Yes, this is me. Here's my info. This is a video I didn't, and they pull it right down. But well, why
1: did they just allow anyone to, uh, that's crazy.
0: Exactly. So, so that, that is on its way out. Yeah. Um, I believe there was something that they just started doing that didn't allow just anybody i've noticed a dramatic lessening of my videos being posted good which is really cool yes um so it is helping combat piracy but that's one of the only most reliable household name websites that does follow that yeah that protocol if you need to take it down your video other sites you literally have to message them for weeks sometimes that's BS. even having an attorney send them a letter to take down the video and that costs you money yeah and that's time.
1: crazy and time mm-hmm. and like, so that just, should be illegal
0: it's silly it should be if you uh, had a you know what's a really famous uh, movie Titanic yes you can't just bootleg Titanic no. and have a public showing and post it on your website come watch Titanic no because you'd be blasted 100%. legally, you'd be fined, and all this stuff. Yes. So those same protections are not afforded to the adult industry, and that's bullshit. So we got to find a new way around that. Yes, yeah.
1: yeah, things have to change. Yeah. They they have to change. The power needs to be put back in in, in the creator's hands. For sure. And so I'm 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 really really uh, excited about this. Uh, two more questions for wrap this up, right? Um, very first thing was um, last time we spoke about aliens, right? And uh, you were talking about like pointing laser beams at the sky. Can you tell me that? Because I've tried to oh, repeat the fucking story and I don't remember. So to a T.
0: there, there've been a lot of other experiences in the past since I've seen you last. Yes, um, there has been a lot. All right. A lot. It seems like, and I've talked to a couple of my neighbors that I've gotten in touch with through um, through Reiki. Actually, I posted in my neighborhood, "Hey, I'm a I'm a Reiki master. If anyone in the community would like Reiki session." Free of charge. Here's, you know, let me know, send me a message, and we'll we'll discuss a time and place. So I've met a lot lot of my neighbors that way, which is really wonderful and organic. And uh, several of the neighbors, you know, they're like, "What else are you into?" And of course, I'm like, "Well, (laughs) how far do you want (laughs) to go?" So it's just, it hasn't, it's become a pretty regular thing. Um, The activity, the sky activity in our neighborhood is really prevalent and really well known. Okay. So it's pretty cool to be able to go up to the mountaintop and to meditate for 20 minutes, and to see an immediate craft appear, which is really cool. What? Tons of pictures and video from all of our neighbors. Uh, my mom lives about eight minutes from me. She's in the same book. Just tons of sightings all night long. It is amazing. Wait, what? Um, really? Yes. Yeah. It's pretty cool. What it's really that? cool.
1: Can you actually like see the craft? What yeah, is you it? can
0: physically see it with your eyes, and you can get pictures and video with your phone.
1: And what do they look like?
0: All different shapes and sizes. I mean, some some are questionable. Some are like, is that a drone? Is that one of ours? Yeah. Others are most definitely not ours. Um, I never forget. A couple of years ago I was out in Sedona. Um, and uh, I had this really weird uh thing. I was I had a rental car, went out there by myself for a little solo birthday trip, and I got this inclination to pull over on a mountain road. Super tiny little turnout. I pulled off <clears throat> and I look and there's a a, a white um craft you can tell it's far 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 up really it, but yeah. it had to be pretty big and um it looks about like this it's the white just yeah. a, just perfectly still i don't know how long i was there i don't know how long i watched it um i i I was sat on the side of the road getting tons of video tons of pictures it didn't move once did not budge there was another couple who pulled off on the side of the road and there's this big ravine maybe maybe five or six hundred feet deep just big deep ravine on the side of this mountain road and it's deep and they're looking down there and I can tell they're they their English is not their primary language and so I'm like trying to point, point. like hey do you see what I'm seeing and they're like and I'm like I'm not and I'm not the only one seeing this. Like, I know I'm not the... So it's been stuff like that, like really... And when
1: you videotape, you actually see it.
0: I do. And I can show others and send the videos and stuff like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, I would love to see it. I'll, I'll show oh, please, you. Yeah, it's please, please, cool. please, please, please.
0: So there's just things like that that it's been, um, you know, with the CE5 modalities that Dr. Stephen Greer has come up with, are yeah. pretty accurate. Like, and the more people you have in your group for the meditations and the and the preparatory, just relaxing and getting coherent and feeling your body and feeling safe and comfortable. And you meditate on these um, these certain key aspects that do draw in a lot of attention.
1: Do you think it's that you're just like, before you meditate, you can't see it, but that they're there, but then as soon as you meditate, you see it, or the meditation brings them?
0: I think it's a little bit of everything. I think it depends on your mindset before and after. Before you meditate, you're one way. After you meditate, you're coherently different. You're definitely different they've proven that, you know, with brain scans and stuff. So I I feel like that cohesion that's established in the meditative state allows us to be a little bit more receptive and compassionate to those that are different than us. And I feel like that allows us to be more receptive to new identities and new people. I don't really feel like, I mean, if they're millions of years advanced, if they're flying around in anti-gravitic, you know, not even you know, they're, they're popping in through densities and yes. you know it's, it's the trippiest thing when you're looking at the night sky after meditating, you see eight, excuse me. Wow. That was crazy. Huge <laughs> flash of light. And then all of a sudden there's this little tiny thing that's just going across your periphery, really tiny. And then it turns red and then it turns blue and then it shoots off and is gone. I don't think that we have anything like that.
1: I don't think so either. I'm pretty sure. I don't think so either.
0: And so I don't know. There's just, there's been too many interesting things that have happened. I'm, I'm excited and ready and open. And I like to meet new people though, too. Yes. I like people with weird faces and weird bodies. Yeah. You're awesome. Let's get to know you because that's fun. I love animals. They're becoming increasingly more aware. You see your dogs developing an ego all the time. So the whole evolutionary scale of awareness is, is leveling up
1: a hundred percent.
0: And I feel like that's part of our, our new, thing is getting off planet and the first way to do that is to introduce ourselves
1: yeah hi uh,
0: we're safe we're safe we don't have nuclear bombs down here that yeah. we're gonna i mean i think our nuclear
1: what, bombs are minuscule to what if they have th- their technology they but, do, yeah, yeah
0: for sure but they're also you know they're they're uh kind of backwater technology but they're also affecting space time in a really consequential yeah. way so they're kind of having to say you know like you see those flyovers yes. over a nuclear base yeah. station and they're turning the nukes off yes it's a demonstration it's a hey stop it or we're gonna stop we're gonna put you in timeout yeah Maybe. well i mean not that's literally a, no
1: but, but like I, I totally get what you're saying that's why it's like you know um ryan graves uh air force pilot uh was talking about um before they upgraded the systems on the planes, they would be flying out and they wouldn't really see anything. But then, as soon as they upgraded the radar systems, it was like all of a sudden the same patrols that they were doing now is just infested with with uh, UAPs. The new awareness, yes,
0: they can change the terminology. Yeah, but
1: it still it doesn't matter.
0: It's a it's, it's a it's a non terrestrial based yeah uh, version of transportation that we can see. Yeah, however, they are they're interdimensional. They're coming in through you know. Through the space time and if you're going to be tra- transversing a hundred light years which you, you have to <sighs> have a better you have to have a better source of transportation yes and the only thing faster than light is thought
1: ah, so if you I can like
0: understand the implications of the way non-locality works yes you can kind of piece together the puzzle of how uh, yeah. time space travel space time travel would work for an advanced civilization It's millions of years in advance wow. look how far we've gone in the past uh, 6000 8000 12000 100 years the past 100, 000, in the, past 100 in the past 5 yes we're doing great the past
1: 20 years the, the this place has changed so yeah. much it's insane but we're still Listen. incredibly oppressed technologically of course oh yeah.
0: 100% depending on what you know or based on i should say what they do know and what we've been handed is like you know mom's got the iphone and and gives the kid a, a little yeah whatever tamagotchi or something like that remember those <laughs> yeah like, of course, that was of your course. first course. little thing to yes. take care of yeah so it's about uh yeah, i feel like the the new introduction to new friends that are not from here um is going to be revolutionary and kind of repaving the way to understand the origin of our species that we're essentially non-terrestrials ourselves we're just yeah. a a merge of a bunch of, we're just a mixing pot of genetics. Um, and that there's a lot of uh, things that will be explained by, by making friends that have a little bit more of a coherent and truthful story about the origin of the race and the planet and a little bit more of a historical accuracy.
1: You think that'll ever happen? Uh huh. Yeah.
0: Yep. I sure do.
1: You think we'll be here for it? Yes. Ooh, that's, that'd be insane.
0: Yeah, it will be, it'll be, it'll be, uh, It'll be really rocking for a lot of people's sense of self.
1: Do you think it brings us closer together?
0: Yeah. Ultimately, if those who choose that, yeah, for yeah. sure. Because
1: we, we... Why we, not? We, we paint these invisible borders that defines countries and nations and mm-hmm. um the, all this back and forth rhetoric. And it's just like, we could come you so can't much come here farther. and exactly. we can't go
0: there and you're offensive and you're terrible. And, and it's we like, like, there are terrible that.
1: people out there. That is for sure. But like... <clears throat> if we just looked at each other as the human race, not as Americans, Russians, Chinese, Mm -hmm. like we would go so much farther, so much farther as a society, as a world, as a species.
0: I think that's, we're at the beginning precipice of that. I think we're right at the, right at the, the towing the line. A hundred percent. Opening that up. And I think that's what, um, you know, it's that fine line between, um, I think it was Reagan that gave that speech of, uh, you know, what would really bring us together, uh, of another world of threat from another world. I don't really think, I mean, if you look back far enough into Sumerian texts and all these, um, recounts of ancient civilization, pre deluge, ancient civilizations that, um, accurately and historically kept records of how and who was going on at the time at the beginning of the race um, a lot of it's really coherent across a lot of different religions. Yes. I think it's pretty interesting. It is. I don't think it's a coincidence. I think that it's different retellings of the same story. And I think that so eventually we're going to get the same. We're all going to get a really accurate, um, although probably albeit pretty subjective, story from a lot of different groups that have been here longer. Yeah. Because it's like when you watch the ants and the thing. Yeah. And the little, little and they're like, look at them go. Oh, if I put some water in there, what happens? Oh, look at them go. You know, it's. It, they're, we're the ants. Aren't really aware no. that anyone's putting water in their little thing, their little enclosure.
1: And so are we aware?
0: We're pretty we're, I, isolated. I, I think we're the ants, right? We're, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I think about like all of the the cosmological influences, the mathematics of universal structure and things like that, and the, um, now the knowledge of inhabitable Earth-like planets within our scope of awareness that we've become aware of life here didn't happen just poof, you know, or just evolution. I think it was a really strong combination of introduction and cultivation and natural and evolution kind of playing its own part based on the elements that are, that are subjectively here on this planet. But you know, you go to a different planet with different measurable time, what that planet would perceive as time and the way, uh, you know, gravity and, and all these different elements and stuff would affect the physiology of a growing being, a person cultivated on that planet would eventually grow up and evolve and reproduce and look quite different. For how sure. Do, if they had a more intense gravity, how do you think the structure yeah. would look of that yeah. being, you know? Yeah. So I think. Um, Once we can get over our otherness amongst each other, because we're all pretty freaking similar here. Very much so.
1: (laughs) Very much so. We
0: can really get, and and stop the speciesism and all that stuff, you know, thinking that cephalopods, because they're so different than us, can be tested on and fucked with in a laboratory. Weird stuff like that. We got to get over the speciesism. um, Then we can really start inviting in that new idea of new people. Yeah. Because, I mean now that we're starting to see classifications in other countries especially that are more respectable of sentient beings, they're they're classifying dolphins as non human people, persons. No shit. With incredible they're so intellect. Smart. Yeah. And they're awareness. So... Emotions. Yes. And these relationships. And... Yeah. Dynamics between each other. They're so interconnected. So emotional and spiritual and cognizant of themselves. Very self aware. So we got to get over that thinking that, well, if it's an elephant, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it's, it's bullshit. It, uh, it's, it's bullshit. You jump through hips. That's bullshit. It's
1: crazy. It's crazy. People are like, well, because it'll it'll kill babies and like rape other things. I'm like, well, no, fucking humans do that too. They do it. We do yeah. that too, right? It comes with the awareness. Of course.
0: It's it's the exploration of of. Bodily experience, unfortunately, yes, some of that can cannot be as considerate. But once we kind of come into cohesion with the rest of the planet and respectable of the planet herself, I, I feel like we're we're right at the beginning of you know um, environmental collapse is kind of nearing awareness. and like we're starting sure, to kind of become like oh shit, it's time to start acting and behaving and feeling differently. Yeah, um, I feel like we're getting an introduction by a little bit of a different type of people. Who have a broader scope of the planet's history and the things that the planet needs, so that we can have a working relationship with her. Yeah, and if there's anybody who's had an overview effect, for example, if a you know you look at these lifespans of these kings that ruled in Sumerian times that were shars, and I can't even determine how long that is, but I know that's thousands of years. If there were beings at one time on this planet that lived for thousands of years and actually, consequently ruled for thousands of years, what happened to that? I I think our our
1: understanding of what things like, we just look at, you know, that we're like the greatest, you know, time ever, like I said earlier, right? But who's to say that, you know, look at the, look at the ancient pyramids and the Sphinx and there, there's a lot of studies saying that, like, especially like uh, Graham Hancock, you know, pointing out that these are a lot older,
0: much older and much more technologically advanced than we have now. Yeah. On, in a, in a uh, cohesive way with the earth's natural, the ley lines and the energy vortexes of the earth's, you know, everything just as and created as a mechanism, as a healing mechanism. There's a lot of speculation around what purpose yeah. the pyramids serve. There's pyramids on every continent.
1: There's pyramids on every... And they're all every...
0: really familiarly built, like yes. super similar. Yeah. So... You can look at the timeline of when they were built and was it built on older ruins? Yeah. Or was it an original structure like Giza's? Pretty, pretty trippy because they don't have, well, what does it do? Well, what doesn't it do? Yeah. It sure makes you wonder.
1: I mean, we don't even have, I mean, there's a lot of people say that we don't even have technology to make them today. Yeah.
0: We right? don't have it.
1: Like, and, and that, how the, Fuck, did they move those big ass things, cut them so perfectly, yes. align them under the stars perfectly? Like, it's just, it is truly, truly mind blowing right. to think what they did yeah. thousands of years ago. Yeah. So,
0: when we were all still ding, 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 like yeah. striking rocks together to create a fire, I don't think that's where we were. Yeah, I, think I think that think our timeline's a little bit skewed. It, and it that we're being, is. Our, some serious information about the history of our race is being omitted. Yeah. yeah. And so, I, I like to look at that because I feel like, We've got some some friends that are coming in to start to make themselves known. And the, the topic for the first time is is being examined professionally yeah. by government agencies. That's not because they want to talk about these technologies that they've been funneling our tax dollars into. They have to. Well,
1: they have to because now everyone has one of these.
0: And everybody's got some of these. Yes. And they're going, hey, how Yes,
1: yes. I feel yes. like
0: it's talking to me. Like you meditate and then you go outside and you see a triangle in the sky. It's insane. That's a little different. Yeah. I feel like there's some kind of there's something there's there. Something. There's, there's definitely there's whatever, something there. whatever it's it is. Blossoming. It is. And it is growing yeah. in size and awareness. And now you talk to everybody. Everybody's heard about the new UAP. Yes. Uh, thing that's become pretty mainstream media. They kinda have to do this slow drip disclosure because Our time's up and we do need some help and we have to now become aware to ask for that from those who have been around longer.
1: Gosh, that'd be so amazing. Because we've
0: been losing, you know, 50 years goes by. We we forget. We lose information and then whatever information they, here's the latest narrative. Let's tell them this happened 50 years ago. People who weren't alive 50 years ago are going to think that new version that someone just wrote up for them is what happened. So... It's a game of telephone
1: 100 that's why it's, it's what i said earlier about history right <sighs> you know it's uh it, it's definitely a crazy thing mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm i really appreciate you coming on the show Thank i always love me. talking about talking to you we talk about so many different great things yeah. and you're <laughs> a very smart intellectual human being and it's it's really really nice to um ha- have these conversations we'll definitely do them again uh where can people find you know you know, closer to and all that fun stuff.
0: Um, Twitter is X Nicole Aniston X. Um, verified blue check mark on there. Don't don't mess with anybody who's trying to take money from you and <laughs> send me an Apple gift card. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. really Nicole, I swear. Yeah, this is so good. Um real Nicole Aniston check boot check mark on um, Instagram.
1: Soon to be eight dollars a month. What? you don't know about that? No. Is it uh, something Elon disappointing? Musk, no, Elon Musk is um, since it's a private company now. Um, and they're trying to just change the business model, right? Cause right. it's, it's pretty fucked. Um, and so it, it, right. Elon Musk, Tyler, you look at it. It's about yeah? Twitter. It's about Twitter, Twitter right? Yeah. yeah. So they will be charging people with blue check marks, $8 a month to be verified. So,
0: so anybody can have it.
1: <laughs> I don't know about that. That I don't know.
2: Yeah, I'm not too sure. I don't think you'd
0: that's be grandfathered right. in. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> to no, not have to pay. <laughs> no,
1: no. Actually, look that up so we can uh, state it How correctly. How interesting. Yeah. So he's just trying to find different ways to stimulate money without trying to solely rely on bullshit ads. Yeah, Elon
2: Musk uh-huh. says he wants to charge eight dollars a month for Twitter's blue check verification badge.
0: Um.
1: Yeah. No, uh, I don't
0: really want to.
1: Yeah, I think there'll be a lot of people that don't. Some people that do, and whatever mm-hmm. time, time will definitely tell
0: oh, i'm currently ex-nicole Innocent, and i'm not paying for it I didn't pay for it um and i fucking won't and i don't i don't want to
1: yeah i mean it is what it is yeah. but um okay and then uh closer to nicole uh,
0: closer to nicole.com will lead you to our discord and it's an open forum we get to chit chat with members and it's a lot more of a, a personal thing um, more more personal, more fun human interactions. But I'm all in OnlyFans as well. Uh, it's also X Nicole Innocent X. I do um have some discussions on there, a little bit more privately and things like that with members as well. That's awesome. Um, so for now, just I mean, I'm still doing Sugar Taco, Plant Butchers yeah. coming to Long Beach. I can't wait for that. I'm so excited. So just some little stuff here and there. Just all uh, just just trying to create more good stuff, good healthy stuff for people.
1: I absolutely love that. Yeah, I, I definitely love that. What about Instagram? Um, Real,
0: Nicole Anis- Real Nicole Aniston. Real yeah. Nicole Aniston. There we go.
1: There we go. Yeah. Jesus, man. Um, And uh, I have a present for you. We got some new brushes at Ergo, so I'll oh my be gifting those Ergo outdoors.
0: is my favorite. I love... So I had a wet brush. Yeah. Just a quick little short... I had this wet brush, uh, little detangler. It's like a little handheld thing, specifically for wet hair. Yeah. And I have so much hair. I... It when you're brushing out your wet hair it's like oh ah i will never go back to my wet brush because my ergo paddle brush is so much more efficient there we go in less than a minute i with all my conditioners and all my products yeah. and layers and stuff i can brush through my hair in less than a minute with that thing. I just love it. It's so efficient. It's Thank amazing. Thank you.
1: Thank you. That means a lot to us. Um, and we actually were coming out with, uh, we have like a super gentle brush now and we're going to come out with a bigger one. So I have one of those for you. And uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It means a lot. And I know the team will love it too, hearing this. Um, Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I really do Thank appreciate you. For you. Me. Yeah. I really
0: appreciate you inviting me back up. It's of course.
1: Absolutely. All right. All right, people. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day, night, evening, whenever you're listening to this. Yes. Boom. Thank you so much.
2: Seriously. I-